the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from government. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsborough, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the Lord. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around or the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon. Welcome to this special coverage here on Salem Radio, Salem Media Group, uh, as we are continuing to cover the the post-Ian landing of a hurricane that very much is probably going to be the worst hurricane in Florida's recorded mystery. Not mystery, but history, I should say. Well, I want to tell you, we are all set up once again, and uh, we've got a a lot of different sources that we are looking at, and so uh, be with us. This is live radio for the next three hours as we give you this afternoon briefing. And because things are are really um, moving and changing and updates, let me tell you a little bit of what we have going on today. In just a moment, we're going to switch to a press conference uh, that was held just a few moments ago in Fort Myers by the governor of the state of Florida. And uh, we want you to listen in to that first. We'll be replaying that uh, each of, uh, well, at least uh, this hour. Uh, the governor is going to be on his he's on his way to St. Augustine, Florida, for another press conference. And we'll get you up to date with what's been happening in the northern part of the state. But before we go, we're going to be hearing from the Florida Baptist Convention Emergency Services, uh, the executive director of the Florida Baptist Convention, Dr. Tommy Green. Some of you may remember Tommy. He was a pastor of First Baptist uh, First Baptist Church of Brandon. We're also going to be hearing from uh, the executive director of Operation Blessing, CBN. They're coming in the state with their assistance as well. We're hoping to have the Salvation Army uh, maybe in the 5 o'clock hour as well as updates from the Red Cross. But now, let's go directly to Fort Myers, Florida, earlier today as the governor was on the ground for a briefing. And then, of course, as you got back down to see uh, what happened in Fort Myers Beach, really, really uh, strong damage, really, really significant. And I just want to say there, Fort Myers uh, folks, Lee County Sheriff, Fort Myers, uh, the state of Florida, Coast Guard, People that have been involved in, in helping with these rescue attempts. I think you've done how many in this county alone? So there's been over 600 just in Lee County. There's obviously been a lot in, in, in Charlotte and, and Collier as well. So, so you're looking at 
over 700, maybe even over 800 rescues uh, since the storm ended. And those, uh, those efforts started immediately. As soon as the winds went back, you had people in here that were working hard to be able to, uh, uh, to, to help folks and bring them to safety. Obviously, when you look over at Sanibel as well, uh, you have bridge issues. And so those folks from the mainland and I know they're working. I was just, when we were going over there, we saw a lot of the Coast Guard choppers offering to bring people back. Now, I know in Sanibel, some of the people didn't want to come back uh, to the mainland. They wanted to stay put, uh, and, that, and that's their right. But uh, nevertheless, uh, those services are there. You know, this has been a really uh, a difficult uh, situation. I'd say uh, what I've seen from the folks here locally is all hands on deck. I've seen them working around the clock and, and really uh, sparing no effort to be able to help their community. And so we're very proud of the work that they've been able to do. And uh, we're, we're, we're happy to be uh, a part of that. And, and we will continue to be a part of that because this is uh, something that is uh, uh, going to be a big deal for a long time. Of course, major impacts in Charlotte. They did not have the same storm surge that we've seen like we saw right here. And I know you did see major surge in flooding in Collier, uh, but that was not as extensive across the whole county ground zero. Uh, right here was where uh, the storm packed its biggest punch. Right here is where the damage has been the most extensive. So we'll you working hard. I want to thank everybody. See, the rescues are continuing to go. I want to thank everybody who's contributed to the relief efforts at floridadisasterfund.org. As of this morning, there have been over $12 million donated to relief efforts. These are going to be charitable groups that are going to be able to go in and help residents, particularly those residents uh, who've been displaced. Uh, you have a situation where you, know, you had homes just washing away. Uh, you know, destroyed, yes, but like sometimes these things, you see the home and you know it was your, some of these things just, just disappeared. And so there's a lot of people that are going to need a lot of help. FEMA has individual assistance for this uh, community, which is important, but they're only allowed to do certain things according to whatever's been authorized in law. There may be other needs, and so we really want to enlist the help of the private sector to be able to help us and help people get back on their feet. Okay, Kevin Guthrie is here with an update. We're going to continue to uh, push resources into the area. Uh, I told CFO Petronas on my walk up here. Uh, we have uh, asked that the urban search and rescue task forces in the state of Florida that are still are now becoming available now that uh, Hurricane Ian has moved on its way, such as Jacksonville, uh, Central Florida, Tampa, to go ahead and start rostering up their teams and get ready to start moving into area to help uh, the individuals that are here on the ground. So most likely before this is all over, all eight Florida search and rescue teams will be involved in this uh, fight. Additionally, we asked, I asked my state emergency response team chief back in Tallahassee to start working on additional barge. We'll wait on that. Of course, that's the sound of progress as we're trying to get through something. We're going to get additional barges. We've got one barge that showed up overnight carrying heavy equipment. Uh, so this will be the uh, heavy equipment for the search and rescue teams as well as, well as the Florida National Guard's uh, route access teams. Those will be front-end loaders, bulldozers, things of that nature. We're going to start getting those over here. So we've uh, requested additional barges to start coming in so that we can start ferrying stuff across get the uh, heavy equipment for the search and rescue teams. Uh, we have solved the water problem temporarily at the hospitals. 
uh, we were working in conjunction with the um, with local officials. We have tanks that are temporary tanks that have been set up at the hospitals, and we are ferrying 20,000 gallons of water about five times a day per per each uh, hospital. So that's a that's a significant mission. We're bringing that water in, I believe, from Lakeland to uh, b bring that bulk water down and uh, get those uh, hospitals or keep those hospitals online, even if it's just temporarily. So that gives you an update of some of the things we're working on right now. I'm going to introduce uh, to you guys now the uh, FEMA Administrator, Deanne Criswell. I did have an opportunity right now just to join the governor and the director to survey some of the damages that um, have impacted this part of the state. And um, as the governor said, what we're seeing is some devastating damage that's out there. And we know that there's going to be a lot of needs as we go into the recovery process. As the governor mentioned, uh, this is one of the counties that is declared for individual assistance. Individuals can start that process now to, to begin and jumpstart their recovery by registering for assistance at FEMA. You can do that by going to disasterassistance.gov. You can go uh, download the FEMA app and register there, or you can call 1-800-621-FEMA or 1-800-621-3362. Um, additionally, we are going to have teams of individuals wearing FEMA shirts. You'll see them coming through the neighborhoods in the days and weeks to come. Uh, if you have questions, if you've registered online, if you have questions, you can ask them. They'll have iPads. They can pull up your case. They can look it up, and they can give you some information. We'll also be partnering with the state as they set up disaster recovery centers to bring in some of our personnel, again, to assist people as they go through this process. We know that there's going to be a lot of needs as we go into the recovery. Insurance is going to be one of the primary mechanisms, but FEMA's funding can support things like some damages to your homes as well as um, property that has been lost or personal property that has been lost. I mean, we do have some limits in what we can um, support, but we'll bring in all of our federal partners and nonprofit agencies to try to identify what those unmet needs are and really help all of the members of these communities um, get what they need to support their recovery efforts. Thank you. We also set up for help with individual assistance. We'll also have some of the private sector supports uh, available. And then Jimmy Patronis is going to lead as our CFO uh, insurance villages where people can come in and, and meet with the carriers and make these claims. I think the thing we want to see is just fast processing of claims. I mean, we know what happened here, and we know people suffered damage. Uh, some of the stuff, obviously, is going to be a direct impact of the of the 155-mile-an-hour winds, and, and we'll be under those policies. But then you go into other parts uh, of the county, and you're going to have flood, flood claims uh, under the National Flood Insurance Program. So we want people to be able to provide um, uh, to be provided with the ability to, to do that and process. And I'll tell you, when you go through stuff like that, if you can get those claims processed quickly, it helps you financially, really takes a lot of apprehension away, and people feel, um, uh, again, in a lot better place because there's a lot of uncertainty when you have a total loss like this, like people are suffering. So uh, I thank Jimmy for doing that. I think that that's really, really important and very strong on, on wanting these claims processed quickly, but also on the lookout very strong against scam artists who may be out there. And I know Jimmy's talked a lot about that, and we have our attorney general here 
who I know would, would be interested in people that are trying to leverage people's misfortune for their own benefit. We don't want that. That's not, not appropriate here. Uh, we just want to get people taken care of. And so that's what we'll be doing. I was happy to see as I was driving in here, I think it was probably going through Cape Coral. You know, I saw some of the stores opening. I saw some, some of that. Uh, and so there were basically 48 hours after the, the landfall. And you're starting to see people bounce back. So, so that's a good sign. We know there's a lot of work left to do. Uh, but as soon as you can get more power, uh, all the water issues taken care of, I think the fuel is going to be in really good shape. I think it's really just a matter of the, the gas stations either running their generators or having enough electricity to do it. But our Tampa Port, Everglades, all those are open. you got massive amounts of fuel now coming into the state. And so, so we feel really good about that. And we're also uh, fortunate that there are over 42,000 linemen stationed to help restore power. And so they got in very early yesterday. A lot of progress being made throughout the state. Parts of Lee County and Charlotte that where the whole system was uprooted is going to require a rebuild. And I think people understand that that's something that, that's just going to take longer than just simply uh, re-hooking re up a wire to, to, a, to a utility pole or something of that nature. Uh, but uh, from the reports I've gotten, you know, there's a lot of the infrastructure outside of the barrier islands that, that held up okay. And so that's just going to make reconnecting that um, a little bit easier than if you had to re rebuild the whole thing from scratch. But I'm really impressed of the pre-staging effort and then really getting on the target uh, to try to get, get the lights on as soon as possible. There you have it. That is the latest briefing from the governor of the free state of Florida. That is Ron DeSantis and his team. Uh, they had uh, an earlier press conference this morning in Tallahassee, and uh, then they moved on to Fort Myers, and uh, we've now got an update at somewhere around 520. We are expecting an update from the governor broadcasting from St. Augustine, and we'll have that to, to you live, hopefully, uh, when we get a chance to understand what's been happening to the impacts there in northern Florida. Going to take a break right now. I want to remind you our phone lines are open at 877 943 9673. That's 877 943 9673. I'm Bill Bunkley, your host of the Bill Bunkley Show, and I'm also here with our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio coverage of the post Hurricane Ian with some updates for you. Got some more guests and got some more information. Keep it tuned right here. We'll be right back. You're pregnant. How far? One month, two, no doctor yet. I can't afford it. Protect yourself and your baby. The health department can help you out. Test for STDs. I don't have diseases. You don't know. You don't always have symptoms. STDs make you and your baby sick. I don't want my baby sick. No one cares more about your baby than you. I'm calling my county health department. A message from the Florida Department of Health, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. For years, some politicians have justified costly and burdensome regulations by telling us they're worth it, even if they save only a few lives. Now, strangely, many of the same people ignore a scourge that's killing our young people. I'm talking about fentanyl. Overdoses have become the leading cause of death for Americans between 18 and 45. It's coming in over our southern border. 
Last year, law enforcement seized about two and a half billion doses of fentanyl at the border, and more of our fellow citizens died from drugs than we lost throughout the entire Vietnam War. 250,000 Americans have died from drugs in just the last three years. The politicians who refuse to protect our country's border from the poison that's flowing across it care more for some political agenda than for our country's youth, its future. Throw them out. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Because you've heard the good news of Jesus Christ, and if something tragic were to happen, as it regularly does in our community, and your life were to end today, if you've rejected Jesus, you will spend your eternity encountering the wrath of God. I love Moses because he points me to Jesus. What God told him was fulfilled in Jesus. Jesus did come down, and he does deliver us. The Barnabas Effect with Pastor Paul Purvis. Weekdays at 9 and weeknights at 8 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian Updates. And uh, glad you're with us. We wanted to hop right into the governor's press conference that took place a little while ago there uh, in a very sunny Fort Myers, Florida. He'll be heading up the coast, uh, the east coast, up to St. Augustine for a briefing, and we'll find a little bit more about what's happening in that area. A little bit of a program note. Uh, first of all, bottom of the hour, we're going to be simulcasting the Bob Bernie Show. You know, Bob is a great friend of mine, and uh, he is with our Salem affiliate, uh, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5 in Columbus, Ohio. And uh, he'll be away from the station today. We had already arranged to uh, simulcast our shows and some of you who have been with me for a long time, you know that Bob Bernie and Don Kroll with uh, WAVA in Washington, D.C. are other, another one of our Salem radio affiliates. Uh, those guys uh, were the lifeline to me back starting in 2018 uh, when I was at the Moffitt Cancer Center with my um, treatment for my AML leukemia. And uh, to this day, we... We, uh, you'll hear Bob uh, simulcast on my show when I'm out and vice versa. So Bob's out. So uh, the folks in Columbus, Ohio, are going to get a little bit of an idea of what it's like not only to be in Florida, uh, but to be uh, involved with uh, our um, mission to get out information about some of the services that are happening across Florida. Uh, we'll also have with us during the 4 o'clock hour Operation Blessing. Uh, they're going to be talking about uh, what they're going to be doing uh, in terms of a disaster relief here. And I guess I skipped over it. Uh, Dr. Tommy Green, who is the executive director and treasurer of the Florida Baptist Convention. You know, the Florida Baptist Convention has their disaster relief unit. It's a feeding unit. And, uh, well, I'm wondering how they've been playing this thing because uh, Dr. Green will be checking in from Jacksonville, Florida, and as the governor is going to give a full briefing from St. Augustine, uh, we're going to get an idea between not only Dr. Green before we talk about uh, what the disaster relief folks are going to do for the Florida Baptist Convention, uh, but also um, his observations of Jacksonville, the St. John's River, and uh, at least a report from North Florida along with uh, the governor's briefing coming along during uh, the uh, third hour. Again, that's scheduled for around 5.20 this afternoon. 
but the updates right now we have uh, been as we've been doing monitoring all throughout the day the morning the afternoon the activities what I can say is this is that uh, we've had a pretty constant aerial coverage that we've been able to plug into uh, our own WFTS helicopter from uh, Channel 28 uh, was providing live feeds for about an hour hour and a half or so and those were being picked up uh, as well from the affiliates uh, who we've been monitoring, which is Channel 2 as well as Channel 2 ABC, excuse me, Channel 2 NBC and Channel 7 ABC. They're actually simulcasting together from uh, Fort Myers. And um, so we've been keeping up on what's been happening. So we have been able to watch uh, Coast Guard helicopters. Uh, we've been able to watch... Um, Huey helicopters with the Florida uh, National Guard. Uh, we also have been seeing um, some of the the twin rotor helicopters going in there as well. Uh, one of those uh, missions we saw the what I believe to be the uh, recovery team from Miami Dade, um, as they they actually drove over just after midnight when um, uh, Ian was coming ashore across Alligator Alley, and they were on one of those Chinook helicopters. You've seen the Chinooks. They're the sort of the, looks like a, a little bit of a caterpillar with two rotors on top. And so um, when we saw those yesterday, and then the very familiar, sort of a distinctive white hard hats, we remember seeing those as that Miami-Dade crew was on top of the, of the building collapse there in Surfside. So... What's happening right now is that uh, we've seen, even on Captiva and some of the islands that are that are isolated because you cannot gain access, you cannot get on Pine, Pine Island, you can't get on uh, Sanibel. The Sanibel uh, Causeway and the bridge, uh, it's got three or four areas, so it's been destroyed. Uh, that has to be reworked. Uh, but we are seeing that uh, of whatever machinery that was on Sanibel, we've seen front-end loaders being um, very busy clearing uh, the sand off of the roads. And in fact, uh, in many places, you don't see roads. All you see is the, the beautiful white sand of the Gulf of Mexico. But uh, what, what I would say is that right now, and we've seen the Coast Guard uh, made, Coast Guard has been going in and uh, they've been landing. And uh, what they're doing now is what's called a hasty search. When you do a hasty search, the searches uh, for searches and rescue is really in three, three categories. The first is hasty, and it, just, it means just exactly what the word uh, indicates. These are when crews are dropped in or they're looking. For instance, we've seen uh, the Coast Guard go up and down the beach and if there happened to have been someone who spray-painted help on their roof uh, or they were out waving or maybe had a white sheet, uh, all of that is what they're talking about in terms of the first round, which is the hasty rescues. Those are folks that are right there. They knew that they're signaling that they have a need. Others that they have flown over, the residents have been able to go out and give the uh, helicopter pilot uh, a thumbs up saying that, uh, well, they're probably going to need some help in the future. 
uh, but they're okay right now. And then what we're seeing now is the Chinook and others, they're bringing more people on the barrier islands. And uh, we see them uh, beginning to go house to house. We know that um, we were anticipating an update from the Lee County Sheriff because right now uh, there are 21 deaths so far in the various counties. Five appear unrelated to the storm. Um, and that's just coming in. I don't think that's just Lee County. Lee County, uh, with the idea that Fort Myers Beach is totally destroyed. The pier there in uh, Fort Myers, Times Square, where you would just kind of come across into the island, all that's been leveled. The pier in Naples has been leveled. Um, Sanibel, uh, Pine Island, just want to tell you. And what, what I could probably say before we take a break is, as you're looking at the damage, you are seeing basically a pile. If you took some wooden matches, you know, the $500,000 count box, and you just opened it up and dumped it on the floor, we are seeing image after image of uh, those type of wood piles. And then right next to a pretty large area of wood piles, you will see modern construction, concrete on the stilts. All of those have been damaged, but they're standing. And so what I can tell you is for those of you who have been used to vacationing in that area and you had your famous sort of wooden bungalow or sort of a historic place you were staying, shopping, or eating, my friends, those are the ones that have been wiped out. Coming up next, we'll go live with WRFD and Dr. Tommy Green. All that next to Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. Be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A revived Ian has made landfall on coastal South Carolina. It's threatening Charleston with severe flooding that the deadly storm caused catastrophic damage in Florida and trapped thousands in their homes. The National Hurricane Center says Ian Center came ashore near Georgetown with much weaker winds than it had when it crossed Florida's Gulf Coast on Wednesday. Sheets of rain whipped trees and power lines and left many areas on Charleston's downtown peninsula underwater, even before the hurricane made landfall. Stocks are lower on Wall Street once again on pace to close out another losing month. The S&P 500 with one of its worst months since the 2020 coronavirus crash. The Dow is down 340 points, the S&P off 27. This is SRN News. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest-rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. 
Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. The first line of Psalm 46 tells the whole story of that psalm. Hello, I'm Chuck Swindoll. The first verse of Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. That's the whole psalm in miniature. Then the psalmist describes times of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, and though the mountains slip into the heart of the sea. When nature is in upheaval, what should be the reaction of those whose hearts are fixed on God? Did you catch it? We will not fear. The last line of Psalm 46 reminds us, the Lord of hosts is with us. Pastor and teacher Chuck Swindoll. Visit Insight for Living's website at insight.org. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-430-1186. BCI Bath and Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-430-1186. Call BCI Bath and Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-430-1186. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-430-1186. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here. Welcome back to those of you who have been with us for the last uh, half an hour or so. This is your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post, Hurricane Ian updates. Uh, Folks, we have uh, been on the air for several days uh, with uh, 24-7 coverage, uh, helping the people right here who are part of our listening audience as uh, we've gone through this storm, been through the wee hours of the morning, and now we are in search, recovery, and restoration. I want to take a moment to welcome in those listening from Columbus, Ohio right now, the Bob Bernie Show. We are excited to have you with us this afternoon at our affiliate uh, with Salem Radio, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5. Well, Bob is out of town, and previous to the timing of Hurricane Ian, uh, we already had uh, set up for us to be able to simulcast in his absence and always enjoy being with the audience there in Ohio. Well, uh, we're going to have more of a formal introduction and welcoming you in to know where we are at. But right now we're going to go to an interview in just a moment, a very important interview, because we are in the process here. Um, Our signal here for Salem Radio uh, goes all throughout Central Florida. So we broadcast from the Gulf Beaches all the way to the Atlantic Ocean. Yep, that's the I-4 corridor, including Daytona Beach. We go up to the villages, Gainesville, Ocala, all the way up in that area. 
We go through Sarasota, Bradenton, and yes, we're in Fort Myers and Cape Coral. Uh, actually, our entire broadcast area that are part of my listeners, it encompassed the entire path of Hurricane Ian from the time it came ashore right there, uh, just a little bit north of North Captiva Island, and of course it exited around uh, Cape Canaveral, Cape Kennedy. And so as you're listening in this afternoon, I'll be able to talk a little bit more in just a moment about uh, familiarizing yourself. But if you are living in Florida right now, and if you were in the southern counties of Charlotte and Lee County, uh, 90% or more of those folks are without electricity, know that uh, radio is one of the primary forms of communication these people have had, even during the storm. And that's why we have been here with Salem Radio and uh, what's been most relevant now is that we are providing information about uh, those that are going to come in and offer assistance. Uh, we're also covering watching the video feeds of the, of the rescues that are taking place right now on Sanibel Island by the, uh, the Coast Guard, as well as the uh, National Guard. Chinook helicopters are in. They brought in the, the crew that worked the rubble pile there with the collapse uh, of the uh, condominium. And so as we've been monitoring that, we are also giving, giving our listeners as well as those who have uh, maybe this is the only means they know what's going on, even right around where they are at. So we're going to have an opportunity for a briefing right now. Uh, my dear friend, and he is executive director treasurer uh, with the Florida Baptist State Convention, Dr. Tommy Green. And many folks right here in our listening area will remember and love uh, uh, Dr. Tommy and his family, former pastor of the First Baptist Church in Brandon, before being called several years ago uh, to head up the whole uh, convention. And uh, we have, I'm very proud that we have a division of our uh, convention. It is called the Florida Baptist Convention Disaster Relief, part of the Southern Baptist Convention Disaster Relief. And with that, Dr. Tommy Green, good to have you with us this afternoon. Hey, Bill. It's great to be with you, and thank you for uh, your ministry and your coverage of uh, of not only the hurricane but just your your day by day broadcast and uh, we really value and appreciate the partnership we have with you. Well, it's a little different uh, when I'm broadcasting from Tallahassee, keeping us up to date uh, on legislative stuff. I mean, I'm uh, I'm Mr. Search Rescue right now for the last four or five days, but uh, you know what? We're going to do what we have to do to uh, to stand with our brothers and sisters. You know. The first thing I wanted to ask, I want you to be our correspondent for a moment because we focus so much on southwest Florida. I know that there in Jacksonville, you had considerable impacts. I think the St. John's River rose, what, four feet in a couple of hours. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in north Florida there in Jacksonville and give us an update. Well, we have uh, you know, been in touch with... All the people up and down the coast and, uh, you know, Daytona across. And it appears, you know, that obviously there was water. Uh, but in terms of anything being catastrophic that would compare to southwest Florida, you know, there there really is nothing even close to that. Uh, you know, you had some flooding in St. Augustine downtown, which, you know, that's a low area and they have a lot of flooding. But they actually, you know, had, had you know, more severe flooding with this because of the, of the storm surge. But uh, Jacksonville itself did well. Um, you know, we live just south of Jacksonville, right inside the St. John's uh, County uh, line there, just south of Duval. We had wind, some rain, but it did not materialize uh, as they had anticipated that it might. And so we're just very, very thankful for that, certainly. Mm, praise the Lord. 
Now, the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief, they're not just for Florida. Let me tell you what, the teams made up of Florida Baptists, they go through training, they're prepared. There's also a chaplain that is assigned to the, the, the groups that are going out, whether it's helping with some of the, the yard situation. We've got a tremendous opportunity to provide meals. And they don't just uh, provide disaster relief in Florida. They're part of the network of the Southern Baptist Convention. And uh, they've been all over the place for various disasters. But, uh, Dr. Tommy Green, um, I'm glad you gave that report because I was thinking I not didn't know exactly what was going on up and down the state. But had we had widespread serious damage, there would have had to been a decision with the resources that we have. Where do you deploy? So with that, give us an update on where you anticipate or at least are, are trying to plan to deploy and any timetables if you have that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, a few years ago with Hurricane Irma, you know, it went in, in South Florida and then it went straight up through the peninsula. And so we really were from, you know, Jacksonville all the way down to, to the Keys, you know, in terms of, of trying to uh, distribute assets and resources and, and ministry. Uh, fortunately here, we're, we're not in that same situation uh, in terms of having to do that. I mean, you know, it's not, it's unfortunate where we are having to go, but, but we're pretty much being able to focus primarily on that Southwest Florida area uh, where, where Hurricane Ian uh, came in on shore. Uh, you're exactly right. You know, our DR is a network across uh, all of our states. And uh, we, like last year, we were over uh, in Louisiana. Earlier this week, I was in Louisiana at the seminary, New Orleans Baptist Love Seminary, uh, speaking in chapel. And uh, our Florida DR team was at Metairie Baptist, just out to the west of New Orleans. And uh, they were there in full force thanking me for, you know, the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief, the, the ministry that, that, that was carried out there, and the own going lingering impact that that ministry is having even through today. And so, you know, we, we all respond together, we, you know, and call, when call outs are, are made and go wherever, uh, you know, we're needed to serve. And so, so here uh, we, we actually are going to be setting up seven uh, different kitchens uh, to, to serve food. Uh, uh, the, the, we have one at McGregor Baptist, which is at Fort Myers. That will be uh, the, the Southern Baptist Convention in Texas. Uh, the Florida Baptist Convention will be out of Murdoch Baptist, which is in Port Charlotte. Uh, then in New Hope in Cape Coral, North Carolina will be there. First Baptist Sarasota, uh, Kentucky will be there. Uh, First Baptist Naples, Louisiana. First Baptist Arcadia, Alabama. And then we're setting up in the Venice area a team out of Mississippi. Uh, and so, you know, all of these will will be setting up and 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 you know immediately uh, beginning the process of preparing food to be distributed. Uh, the the combination of those kitchens alone will prepare about how the capacity to prepare about 142,000 meals a day. Wow! And so that's uh, you know, and of course, if that's at full capacity, you know, we don't know exactly you know what what we'll see. Uh, they're all in route right now. Matter of fact, all of ours are are getting on site tonight, tomorrow, and so by maybe tomorrow afternoon, certainly by Sunday, Monday, uh, they'll be preparing food, and the food will be, you know, being distributed. Now, they go with food, you know, to be able to start passing out immediately. Uh, all of these do, but but in terms of preparation and the cooking uh, with these kitchens, uh, by Sunday, Monday, uh, they'll, be, they'll be fully operational. Now, in your particular situation, now, I know there are some that, Folks can come up and get a meal, but I know you're also packing a whole lot of meals, say, in styrofoam containers that go out into the field. 
Can people come to any of these seven locations if they need a meal, or all of the meals being prepared to be shipped out to remote locations? I would say that the the bulk of them, the majority, would be you know to be distributed. Now, if somebody comes up, <laughs> they're going to take care of them. You know, I mean, we're not going to turn anybody away, not by any means. But but you know, if, sure, if, sure. if someone if someone contacts you know and and lets them know, uh, you know, then then obviously uh, you know all of that will, will will take care of itself. They they will deliver the food. They deliver it out to to sites where people come pick them up. They deliver it to homes. It's just a variety. It just depends on the situation and you know and 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 what's the dynamics around you know that particular area that that they will find themselves in. Now, is there, if we have folks that are listening and they may be cut off, and obviously uh, probably the state of Florida, uh, we've got a lot of food and water, and I believe uh, National Guard is going to be taking those uh, assets to the barrier islands by way of helicopter. But uh, is there a place on the website if people can say, hey, we've got a community here for consideration of being on one of these deliveries? How do you communicate that back to the convention? Yes, there there will there is a a number. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, with, with the Florida Baptist Convention, there's a number with the state of Florida. Uh, you know, they could call their their local county. Uh, you know, anyone that they can get in touch with in, in any way that then you know the, the, that that communication will go forward to the right place. And so, so, you know, if they've got their county number, county office number, a state number, um, you know, in, any of those numbers would, uh, would, would, would communicate that, that need. Uh, so talk a little bit real quickly about uh, the coordination with the state of Florida. Of course, we've been hearing from uh, Governor DeSantis very often. Yes. Uh, but I think the, the nonprofits that are part of the team, he has spoke highly of them from day one. All through the past, uh, since we've had disaster relief services, they've worked very well with the sitting governor and our emergency operations office in Tallahassee. How's that coordination so far this year? Oh, it's been it's been seamless. Uh, I mean, our 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 head of our disaster relief, David Coggins, actually, uh, you know, goes to the emergency operations center there in Tallahassee as part of the planning, part of the you know the response, and uh, uh, you know they the 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 uh assets that they will you know give to us i mean every everything has gone to this point has gone as well you know as, as we could ask as well as we expect we have full cooperation you know with the governor's office with with the uh, state eoc and uh, we just value all those partnerships and we're there to serve you know i mean you know th- there'll Amen. be hundreds of volunteers at every site these are not paid people these are people who have gone through training throughout the year we do multiple trainings all across the state uh, and, and we're really having one of the largest responses of our volunteers for this and than we've than we've had in a long time. Uh, people, you know, they, they, they're filled with compassion to help their neighbors, generosity, give their time, their resources to go. So it'll be more than food. I mean, there will be people there who will just do general cleanup. Uh, we have people who are trained with chainsaws. Uh, if you've got trees down, they'll come in and remove those trees. Now, obviously, we can't get to every tree in one day. You know, they've got to schedule that out. Uh, we have 
teams that can come in and do muck out inside of houses, you know, where you've got to remove, you know, sheetrock down to a certain level and all, all those type things. Chaplaincy is another uh, component of it that you mentioned that we have chaplains that will be, you know, in and out with all these teams and in and around the community. Uh, you know, our team will be responding, going to the churches, trying to make sure that they're up and operational because we, we truly believe that the healing of the community comes through the church and we want to make sure that the churches are, are Dr. getting... Green, you know, Dr. Green, could I could I just jump in? Could you hold on one second? Absolutely. Uh, I, I got one more question. We got to take commercial break. If you'll just hold on, because I want to get some information out. This is Bill Bunkley with Salem Radio, Salem Media Group, on our post to Hurricane Ian coverage, along with Salem Radio Columbus. We'll be right back. If you owe the IRS 10000 or more in taxes, please listen to this important message. The IRS is aggressively hiring and quickly ramping up their tax collection team. Act now and protect yourself with a call to Tax Alliance. Don't let the money you owe the IRS keep you up at night and ruin your life. You may be surprised at how much having Tax Alliance on your side can protect you from the IRS collections and help you save thousands on what you owe. Here's what a customer had to say. Tax Alliance did an amazing job helping me through a quite difficult situation saving me tens and thousands of dollars that I would have been paying for many years to come. Tax Alliance is rated A-plus with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints. If you owe the IRS at least 10000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call Tax Alliance now for a free consultation. 800-987-1054. 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. Attention taxpayers. If you owe the IRS back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, the IRS has greenlighted billions of dollars in tax relief to those facing financial hardship through its tax relief initiative. If you have a delinquent tax problem and possibly facing wage garnishment, liens, levies, audits, or already in a payment plan, you may now qualify for significant relief. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your tax problem, and may even reduce what you owe by up to 99%. Call the hotline at Defense Tax Partners to see if you qualify and receive your free tax assessment by dialing 800-533-4877. If you or your business owe $10,000 or more in back taxes to the IRS or state, you can now qualify to get the help that you need. Call now to see what you qualify for by dialing 800-533-4877. 800-533-4877. That's 800-533-4877. Now that I've got your attention, let me tell you all about us. Whoa, tough crowd. Anybody out there? Hello, anyone? Fighting to be heard in today's competitive digital world? It's time for Salem Surround. Let us handle everything and get your message seen and heard. 
Let's turn up the volume on your business with Salem Surround. Learn more at SurroundTampa.com. That's SurroundTampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Are you on Medicare? Are you struggling with high copays? Have you lost your doctors? I'm Fernando Cespedes, president of Family Focus Insurance Solutions. Call us at 813-533-3000. We can meet at our office or we can come to you. For years, Family Focus Insurance Solutions has provided our seniors, families, and individuals with insurance solutions that make sense. Our certified staff will guide you with sincere respect. Call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. Travel Cats loves our Faith Talk listeners and is the perfect travel industry partner, offering a rare mix of expertise, unparalleled personal service, a superior customized travel experience, and incredible group rates to destinations all over the world. Travel Cats can create a memorable trip to fit any budget. Learn more at TravelCats.com. That's Travel, K-A-T-Z.com. And be sure to listen to Vacation Nation Radio with Sandra and Catherine Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Travel Cats, group travel made easy. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with your Salem Media Group. Salem Radio Central Florida post-hurricane Ian coverage and updates. We're also joined this afternoon by our good friends tuning in to the Bob Bernie Show, Columbus, Ohio, on our Salem affiliate WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5. For the folks from Ohio, I'll uh, be able to address you a little bit uh, in just a moment. But if you're just tuning in uh, until 6 o'clock today, you're going to have an opportunity to stand with us and have a, a little bit of a uh, of a moment to dip in with what's happening here in Florida as uh, our coverage is all across the central part of Florida, including the counties of Charlotte and Lee, uh, who have been most impacted by this storm. And in fact, uh, every every square inch of where Ian has affected Florida, it's in our broadcast area, uh, if you will, some of uh, many of my brothers and sisters in Christ around the state and many more. I've got a couple more questions. We've been talking with Dr. Tommy Green, Executive Director, Treasurer, the first, uh, excuse me, of, of the Florida Baptist Convention. And uh, we're talking about the Convention's da- Disaster Relief Program. And he was former, still thinking of pastor, uh, as the first ba- pastor <laughs> of the First Baptist Church in Brandon. He just told him seven different kitchens are going to be set up at seven different churches. And refresh my memory again, how many how many meals are you going to be putting out each day? They have the capacity to do over 142,000 meals a day. All right, I'm going to keep that figure uh, here in front of me. Now, uh, you were talking about uh, all that's going to be done because they're going to be using some yard help. So basically, I kind of tell folks that if you see the, the yellow shirts in your neighborhood and, uh, you know, they get out and they got a few rakes and shovels, uh, or maybe they're getting out with styrofoam containers, it's all food. Talk about that. Yeah, and, and they're there. You know, they're not looking for anything but to serve. You know, uh, it's always amazing. You know, they'll go and cut someone's tree, you know, down in their yard, and they're like, well, how much do I owe you? We're not going to owe you anything. You know, we're here because <laughs> we love you, because we want to care. And, and, and that's what these volunteers are doing. As I said, there will be hundreds of volunteers at every site doing all the things that you had just referenced, plus the feeding. And, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be heading out. Uh, as, you know, as quick as we get on the ground, you know, to start uh, getting, a, there'll be assessments, and then they'll start, you know, actually doing doing the cleanup, the recovery, the, uh, uh, you know, the uh, chainsawing, the mucking out, and all the kind of things that go along with that. 
Now, what I wanted to point out before, I want to give folks an opportunity where to know to call to give directly uh, to the Florida Baptist Convention disaster relief effort. But one thing that, that I love about what we do, and of course, I'm a Florida Baptist, Southern Baptist, and, and uh, most of you know I'm president of the Florida Ethics Religious Liberty Commission. For those of you in Columbus, Ohio, I've uh, worked with our convention here in Florida for, boy, 26, 27 years. Uh, legislative consultative work in Tallahassee on behalf of the kingdom, but also for uh, Florida Baptist. Um, and Bill, can, look- I, can I add to that? You know, Ohio, we just recently established a partnership with the Southern Baptist Churches in Ohio. Ah. Uh, that, that That's an official partnership now. And uh, we're working, you know, to establish church-to-church partnerships between here and Ohio. So we're, we're excited about the opportunities to, uh, to partner uh, in Ohio uh, with our churches there. Well, I'll make sure Bob knows that. And folks in Ohio, talk about divine appointments. We're letting you know today we're coming and we're standing with you there in Ohio. And that certainly is exciting. A couple yes. quick things, though. Uh, and we'll have all we're, we're going to get to all the numbers, how you can get help, give all that kind of stuff. But what I like about what the Florida Baptist disaster relief folks go, if a team shows up at a house and it could be moving, raking, whatever, there's also a trained, I mean, a trained crisis counselor uh, from a biblical worldview. And while the homeowner may be standing there, you don't know what frame of mind they're in, especially our precious seniors. They're stunned. While folks are cleaning up, that chaplain is right there with that individual. And ministry is going on every moment they're on that property, isn't it? Absolutely. Talk about that. Because you talk about touching lives to be gratified that somebody's come to help, but then they're being reassured about the real truth in the world, and that is Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. Just a moment about that, because I know you have a pastor's heart. Absolutely. You know, I mean, th- this is more than, than you know, the physical work. There's a spiritual dynamic that, that is equally important. And uh, we have chaplains that are, are trained for these moments, and uh, they they will be responding, a team with them. As you said, they go out. Uh, you know, they, they meet with the homeowners or with individuals, you know, wherever they might be found, praying with them, encouraging them, uh, just seeing ways that, you know, that we can serve and uh, connecting them with churches, you know, in, in, our, in the area, because that's one of the blessings that we have, that we have many very, very strong churches in, in and across this area. And, uh, you know, to be able to connect them with a, with a church that gives more of an, you know, an ongoing, you know, ministry uh, to, to them as, as a family. And so, but, but, but as they go, I mean, there, there are chaplains that will be on, on site to pray, All right. to encourage and do, you know, whatever we can do to minister to, to that individual or to that family. All right. Last question. Someone really likes what they're hearing. Ohio here. If someone wants to make a direct contribution to the Florida Baptist Convention disaster relief, where and how do they do that? Yeah, you can do it online. uh, FL uh, for Florida, just FL Baptist, B-A-P-T-I-S-T, no S on the end. FLBaptist.org backslash DR for disaster relief and then dash give. And and then uh, uh, it will all pop up and it's pretty easy to do there. So it's FLBaptist.org backslash DR slash give and uh and from there uh, or dash give i'm sorry dash give and from there you know it's pretty self-explanatory how you can give online or all right if you just want to mail something in you can do it that way as well and we all would right. appreciate any 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 uh any contributions we'll turn them into ministry quickly 
All right. Dr. Tommy Green, I got a hard break. Thank you, my brother. I'll talk to you soon. Bill Bunkley here. We'll be right back. Word of Life, we create faith-defining experience that gives students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walk. Whether you visit one of our camps, conferences, Bible institutes, or any of our events, either in the U.S. or around the world, you'll experience the same high-quality teaching and warm fellowship no matter where you are. Word of Life has locations in Tampa, Florida, Pottersville, New York, and around the world. Learn more at wol.org. Janae's Tropicals is your one-stop shop for fruit trees, exotic tropical plants and palms, citrus, and more. Join Janae every Saturday morning at 9.30 as she shares more than 24 years of horticultural experience and hosts other green thumb experts to give you free gardening advice. Janae will teach you to live off the land and love it. Visit Janae online at tropicalfruit.com. Listen to Janae's Tropicals Saturdays at 9.30 and again at 5.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Download the Faith Talk Tampa app or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Charlestown resident Derek Patel says he's waiting the arrival of Hurricane Ian. A little bit, but, you know, we, we're ready for it, I think. We just secured the house and, you know, put the cars in the garages and, yeah, waiting for what will happen next. A revived Ian has made landfall on coastal South Carolina. National Weather Service meteorologist John Quigliaro says Ian will affect much of South Carolina. It's track through... Uh, the northeast part of the state. So the Midlands won't be experiencing the brunt of the storm, but we're already seeing the high wind gusts out there now up over 40 miles an hour in many areas. So I think that threat will certainly um, just continue to increase here over the next couple of hours and I think be with us through the afternoon and the commute home for many people. Meanwhile, Florida is still reeling from Ian, nearly 2 million still without power. Also at srnews.com, Trump-backed candidate Dr. Oz has gained ground on his Democratic opponent, that's according to the latest poll in the Pennsylvania Senate race. Correspondent Bob Agnew has the latest in this report. Populist Democrat John Fetterman still enjoys a lead over Republican Mehmet Oz, but it is getting smaller. The latest poll conducted by Emerson College and The Hill finds 45% of PA voters say they'll vote for Fetterman, 43% for Oz. The same poll a month ago showed Fetterman with a four-point edge. Six weeks out now from the election, Fetterman's recent stroke is still a concern for a growing number of voters. 9% fewer respondents said the stroke would not affect their vote than those who made that same response a month ago. Bob Agnew reporting. Stocks are in the red on Wall Street once again on pace to close out another losing month. The S&P with one of its worst months since the 2020 coronavirus crash. The Dow is off 337 points. The S&P down 32. This is SRN News. Viewers are raving about Uncle Tom too. This story hasn't been and won't be taught in schools. And that's why it's important for everyone to see this movie and learn what'll happen if America continues to head in the wrong direction. This is hands down the most impactful documentary I've ever seen. Uncle Tom was terrific. Uncle Tom 2 was nothing short of amazing. Uncle Tom 2 by executive producer Larry Elder and filmmaker Justin Malone. Featuring Brandon Tatum, Lieutenant Colonel Alan West, and Dr. Ben Carson. Now available by stream or DVD at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. 
Those brainwashed Americans who think they believe in socialism will regret it when communism takes away all their freedoms. They must watch this movie. Americans have been lied to. Watch Uncle Tom 2 today at SalemNow.com. Available by stream or DVD. Uncle Tom 2 at SalemNow.com. That's SalemNow.com. Another battle is brewing over sex change operations. This one is taking place at the University of Michigan Hospital, where a Christian physician's assistant is refusing to participate in transgender surgeries. Valerie Klusterman was fired for her stance, and now First Liberty Institute is threatening a lawsuit. Senior counsel Jordan Pratt says, quote, It is intolerant of Michigan Health to demand that medical professionals like Valerie abandon their religious beliefs in order to remain employed. Michael Harrington, SRN News. A federal judge has barred Indiana from enforcing a 2016 provision that requires abortion clinics to either bury or cremate the remains of aborted babies, deciding that it violates the Constitution. U.S. District Judge Richard Young ruled that the law's requirements infringe on the religious and free speech rights of people who do not believe aborted babies deserve the same treatment as other deceased people. This is SRN News. If you'd like a smartphone that's really smart, download the OnePlace.com app, the app that will inspire your faith daily and provide answers to the biggest questions of all. OnePlace lets you download your favorite pastor's programs and listen even offline or in airplane mode with easy connections to your Bluetooth speaker or dashboard. To download your free OnePlace app, visit the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store for your Android device and search for OnePlace. That's one place. Hi, this is Dr. Michael Lang, board-certified optometric physician and certified nutritional specialist and the founder of the Lang Eye Institute and Fortify Vitamins. I've hosted the very popular Ask the Doctor program since 1993. I educate you on the latest advancements and natural approaches to eye disease and total body wellness. I'm Dr. Michael Lang, helping keep America fit and healthy. The Lang Eye Institute in the Villages and the Fortify Nutrition Center on McMillan Booth Road in Clearwater. Online at fortify.com. And listen to Ask the Doctor Saturday morning at 10 on Faith Talk Tampa. Good afternoon. Bill Bunkley here as we are continuing our coverage here on the Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Central Florida. This is our post-Hurricane Ian update, and uh, we are in search, recovery, and restoration mode here throughout the uh, uh, two major counties here in Florida. First, I want to welcome in our News Talk Answer stations joining us. That's the Answer uh, Tampa at AM 860, AM 93.7. Also welcoming in our answer stations, Braden and Sarasota, AM 930, FM 93.7. And this afternoon, a special welcome uh, to our friends from Columbus, Ohio, uh, before we had the timing of Hurricane Ian, uh, Bob Bernie, my good friend and your host there in Columbus, Ohio, was going to be away today. And uh, we often will sort of simulcast uh, each other's uh, programs and with ours. And so uh, we were um, going to be with you today uh, already. But today, for those of you in Columbus, Ohio, you're going to get a little bit of a taste and uh, we want to welcome you. That's our Salem affiliate on WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5. For the folks in Columbus, you're going to have a little bit of an opportunity to dip into what we do not only here in Florida, but the importance of radio 
in our vast area. I mentioned before that uh, my audience range is from the Gulf of Mexico here in the Tampa area all the way down I-4 corridor to the Atlantic Ocean, Daytona Beach. We go as north as the villages, uh, Ocala and Gainesville, and we go south through Bradenton, Sarasota, all the way down to, yes, Fort Myers, and yes, Cape Coral. Just about every area, well, no, I can tell you, every area of geography that Hurricane Ian touched as he came through Florida is part of uh, our bra- our broadcast area, and my brothers and sisters that are listening this afternoon who are Christians and non-Christians. And so uh, for those of you uh, in Ohio, stand by. I'll have a chance to kind of fill you in a little bit on what you're doing, but you're going to be listening to what we do here in radio. We're getting out information. We've been on the air, uh, myself and my colleagues, uh, pretty much uh, to a 24-7 not only broadcast, but but uh, readiness. Uh, we were talking to our folks during the storm as it arrived, and now with many people who the only form of communication they may have, especially in the two counties that are hit in southwest Florida, uh, which is uh, uh, down there in Lee County and the Collier County, uh, many of them are just listening to a radio. So we know that we are serving those folks right now. Now, the reason why I did that very quickly uh, we're going to go now to uh, our good friends. Well, I'll tell you what, the Salvation Army, what a job that they do. Because not only do they serve people, but they also serve with the gospel. Uh, get your pen and paper ready because they're going to let you know a little bit on how you can help uh, for the disaster um, uh, contribution that they are making. But right now uh, with uh, the Salvation Army, I have Major David Swires. Uh, He's the Hillsborough County, uh, he's the commander here for the Hillsborough County area for the Salvation uh, Army. And Major, thank you so much for taking a moment of being with us this afternoon. Well, I I appreciate you having me on the air. Well, Major, talk a little bit. First of all, thank you so much. Uh, I I was born and raised here in Tampa, very familiar with the Salvation Army. And so thank you so much for uh, your community involvement and your Salvation Army Church that's here, but but let let's kind of switch our our, our interview now to um, the emergency situation in Florida. As a Salvation Army, and I know you have all sorts of assets. Uh, when I go down our own Nebraska Avenue, you've got your you've got your thrift shop there, but across the street, uh, I'm always reminded of all of your disaster relief uh, uh, trucks uh, that are there ready to go. So tell us a little bit about what the game plan is uh, already and what's going to be happening with the Salvation Army, let's say, down in southwest Florida. Okay, so the the day before the storm came, we've been gathering all of our assets in Lakeland because we thought the storm was actually coming into our bay. Uh, so we, we stayed small in Lakeland uh, for distribution when the sun rose next day after the storm. So right now I can tell you that we have uh, lots of our canteens, mobile kitchens already down in Fort Myers, Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda. We've got um, feeding stations set up in Orlando uh, because they've had mass flooding. Uh, Daytona Beach, we have um, some of our assets. The, the, the warehouse you talked about, we had seven 53-foot-long units. Two of them are kitchens. One is a bunkhouse. One's showers, you know, those things that people need to go down. So we're setting up two giant base camps, one in Port Charlotte, one in Fort Myers. And from those two base camps, 
we're able to send out these mobile units, which I said are 37 going around at this moment. Uh, Texas is sending, as we speak, 15 of their big units. Mm-hmm. Um, they're on their way right now. They're, they're going to spend the night in Wesley Chapel, drive in on the sunrise for tomorrow morning, set up another base camp between Fort Myers and Port Charlotte so that we can reach all of those people that have been affected. And there are a lot of them. Now, Major, when you talk about uh, your food distribution, is your part that you play, uh, for instance, uh, we were talking with the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief, and they'll do a lot of meals, but those meals are basically to send out to communities. Uh, Do you have, uh, I think, some of your facilities, for instance, in some of the base camps that will be developed for the first responders in some critical areas, there's opportunities for folks to walk up and eat, or or all of that is going to be food that's going to be distributed out in the areas? Okay, so thank you for that question. Our mobile kitchens, just think of a food truck, um, they serve anywhere from 500 to 1,500 meals per unit. So just think of that, 37 of them. We have a great partnership with the Texas, uh, with the Baptist men who bring in these 53-foot-long kitchens. They cook the food in a lot of our base camps and then put them on in our Cambros, and then we take them out into the field. Once we use up those meals, we're then able to cook ourselves on the canteen to provide food for all those that come by. So you can walk up, be fed at a base camp. You can walk up to a canteen, which are stationed. We also have now smaller units that will rove into the communities that are are, are greatly affected, where people are having trouble getting in. Uh, they're a little higher. they got a higher lift so that they can get through some of the deeper water and along some of those more roads that, you know, you and I shouldn't be driving our cars through. Hmm. If you're just joining us, folks, we are getting the word out about the assistance from the Salvation Army. And we're talking with Major David Swires, uh, who is here in Hillsborough County, the area commander for the Salvation Army. And get ready, because I'm going to give you a website, possibly a phone number, Uh, If you would like to uh, get a contribution into the Salvation Army ASAP for the work that they are doing. One other aspect I wanted to cover, Major, because I've been involved in, 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 well, I was born and raised here in Tampa, so I've been through all the hurricanes, but uh, through the different efforts. Give an example. We we know at about 2 o'clock in the morning when uh, Ian was coming ashore, we had the uh, first uh, emergency response team driving across Alligator Alley uh, from Miami Day to begin their work at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning while the storm was still in the area. This is the same crew that worked on the Surfside collapse. Well, here we are a couple of days later, and uh, these guys are out there. It's a little cool today, but, boy, I'll tell you what, with humidity, limited resources, and, and they're in areas with not a lot of service, Talk about the importance when these guys and gals get a chance to come in, maybe after a couple of days. How important is not just the food, but a shower? Well, that's why we have um, some of our assets are 53-foot-long shower units, because what you see, the emotions that you have, mm. it's amazing what just being clean can wash away. Uh, you may not forget, but it's it's a refreshment for you um, because you're in the midst of stuff that your mind can't even comprehend. We see photos, but photos 
you know, only go a certain distance. It's actually when you see it live that it really puts it into a, a, a different perspective. I know with um, some of our events, we give out just socks because people have been walking mm. through the waters and uh, just they need to have their feet dried and have a clean pair of socks and shoes that are, are good again. And those are some of those things we don't think about until you've been on that front line. And we had people coming into our shelters, into our buildings, who were taking canoes and kayaks and paddle boards and flat bottom boats just because we were only underwater by an inch in some of our locations. Um, and one of them in Fort Myers, every one of our buildings was either touched or destroyed except for one. And the one building that was not touched was the one that housed all of the people looking for safety. And that was nothing but the Lord protecting them. Hmm. So that's my next question, and I want to get get the information in. We're, we're a couple minutes left, I think. Um, how special is it that the assistance you're giving also comes with teams that are dedicated to their faith in Jesus Christ and being able to share that hope uh, and that support for the future to everyone they come in contact with here in this disaster area? Well, anytime you see a Salvation Army person with red on their shoulder, that's an ordained minister. So when we come out with our canteen, when you see that mobile kitchen, when you see anyone walking around, we're all trained ministers. And that's one of the things that sets us apart, that our emotional and spiritual care that we offer, even if it's just as simple as a smile. People need a smile because a smile is hope that maybe there's a brighter day or that hug or i need to talk to you about the the bigger things in life and that's why when we send out the food we also send out someone who can touch other areas of people uh people's emotions that have been affected to this all right last but not least uh, major david swires uh, i know that uh people can give at the uh i had it right here it is the uh the salvation army salvation army is there a more direct way they can give money directly to the good work you're getting ready to do there in southwest florida well i can guarantee you if you give to that help salvation org, 100% of that comes to this florida relief you'll see it on there it comes right to those that are affected. If you call 1-800-SAL-ARMY, the same thing. You can make your donation there. And one other way that people are giving is they text STORM to 51555. 51555? Yes. All right, folks, here's how you can give. Uh, Go uh, right now. You can uh, go to helpsa.org, helpsa.org with a gift. You can call 800-SAL-ARMY. That's 800-SAL-ARMY. And for those of you sophisticated folks, you youngsters out there, take your phone <laughs> out. You're going to do a little text message. The word STORM to 51555, STORM 51555. And those that want to give dedicated giving word also is going out with the gospel. We want to get that to you. Well, we're out of time, but uh, thank you so much for your service, uh, not only here, but to, to all of us here in this area. We've been talking with Major David Swires, commander here in Hillsborough County. Uh, our best to you, and uh, we're with you, and thanks for being with us for a few moments. Thank you so much for having us. Just pray for all those that are in the, the midst of suffering right now. 
You betcha. Thank you. Thank Thanks. you so much. All right, going to take a break. For those of you listening from Columbus here in Tampa, boy, it's fast moving. Coming up next, learn what Operation Blessing CBN is doing. We'll have them up next here on the Bill Bunkley Show. just anyone into your home and cornerstone pros doesn't let just anyone join their team cornerstone pros technicians are the best of the best background checked drug tested and professionally trained to certify skills and dependability servicing air conditioners plumbing electrical and generators call 813-291-0522 for service like it ought to be fair fast and friendly call cornerstone pros First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Heart of Messiah. When you are discouraged, it is hard for you to do a lot of things. But writing down your feelings and writing down your prayer requests usually is relatively easy. And as I said, God's going to take you out from this situation and he's going to encourage you. Heart of Messiah with Rabbi Stephen Weiler. Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with you once again with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio, Central Florida Post, Hurricane Ian coverage, search, recovery, restoration. And folks, welcome back. Uh, Of course, we've been uh, on this 24-7 since, uh, well, two or three days before the storm. And as you know now, been listening for a while, we are now shifting into uh, a whole different phase than warning and and education about storm surge and winds, and now we're talking about the important things about recovery. I uh, want to welcome back our friends. We're simulcasting this afternoon. Bob Bernie is uh, is away today, and so honored once again that we have his audience from Columbus, Ohio, with our Salem radio affiliate, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5, uh, to our friends in Columbus. Uh, going to give you, been giving you a chance today to sort of dip in of what's happening right here in the middle of the action. 
Uh, our broadcast area here is from the Gulf of Mexico all the way to the Atlantic, uh, all the way up and down the I-4 corridor, Daytona Beach. We go up to the villages, uh, Gainesville and Ocala. Uh, to the north, we go through Bradenton, Sarasota. And, yes, we're talking about Fort Myers and Cape Coral. And, in fact, if you look at the storm track of Ian, everywhere Ian went, even as big as it was, that's pretty much in all of uh, my listeners uh, that uh, are part of our program and the Bill Bunkley Show afternoon briefing every day from 3 to 6. And so with that, uh, now we want to go to uh, boy, a great, great organization. And uh, I actually uh, have a little minor role in this. And right now uh, we know that uh, CBN and uh, Operation Blessing, uh, they were staged and ready to go. And uh, with that, we have uh, Anthony Lloyd, who is the Senior Director for U.S. Disaster Relief here with uh, uh, CBN Operation Blessing. And, Anthony, good to have you on our program this afternoon. Yeah, Bill, thank you so much for having us on board your program to get the word out and to support the, the fine citizens of the state of Florida that are going through the, this, this uh, terrible uh, incident. So thank you for having us. Well, absolutely. Well, I'm a 700 Club member, but I want you to tell us a little bit. When you get mobilized in the United States and you also mobilize all around the globe, let's keep it right here in what's happening in Florida. Tell us a little bit about uh, what the Lord has led uh, Operation Blessing to be able to prepare for and to provide when they go into a disaster area like southwest Florida. Yes, uh, Bill. You know, we rely heavily on just God to keep us focused on doing right things right, having that bias for action to get in to help people in need. Um, Operation Blessings U.S. Disaster Relief Team is that a humanitarian organization, and we try to go in shortly after the phase that's getting ready to close out that search and rescue phase. We find a, a we call them a disaster relief partner. It's typically a church, and we will go in. And we will set up at that location, and we will just go through a series of sort of like phases where first it was the, uh, day volunteers, and then we'll set up and do night volunteers. And usually we go through that rather rapidly so that we can, you know, get volunteers from either the area or throughout the region to come in and help individuals whose homes need to have a tarp or debris removal or get cleaned out. Uh, so... Uh, that's our primary focus as a humanitarian organization, and, you know, ever since really Katrina, the disaster relief team has just been, you know, growing and refining and, you know, to what we are today. And by the way, I want to tell you, as we've been doing, uh, those of you who are Christ followers and uh, you want to be able to give to this um, the total effort, uh, we've been showcasing the Christ-centered uh, ministries to do that. If you would like to give to Operation Blessing and their disaster relief services that are happening right now in Florida, it's very simple. Go to ob.org. That's ob.org. You can give a secure contribution online right there. And, uh, by the way, uh, these contributions are so very, very important. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking to uh, Anthony Lloyd, who's the Senior Director of uh, U.S. Disaster Relief for um, CBN's Operation Blessing. You know, in addition to sort of the initial things, I've even seen, as you organize some of the churches and some of the volunteers, I've even seen uh, when, uh, well, the hard hats come on sometimes, and people actually in some of these residences 
uh, that can be salvaged. And I, and I mean that very purposely because we have been reporting, we're watching the footage of 24-7 coming out of uh, NBC, NBC News 2, ABC 7 out of Fort Myers. You know, it seems, uh, Anthony, the old historic uh, bungalows, a lot of those historic restaurants, I was born and raised in Tampa, and this is places where we hung out in. Man, the, the, the old structures structures in Sanibel and uh, uh, Pine Island uh, off of Fort Myers, they're gone. Now, the modern structures that were on pilings and to more uh, contemporary building codes, uh, they, they've got some damage, but they, they withheld. Now, in the residences that can be salvaged, I've seen, and, and of course, I, a little contribution that I give year-round, your teams in some instances will also go in with churches and they'll start ripping off drywall, things that have to come out pretty quickly because of mildew. Talk about that as you're in more of the secondary disaster part, disaster relief part. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you described it really well, Bill. And, you know, we'll go in. They call it mucking and gutting. It's just ripping out the wet drywall. There's, you know, standard way to do it. You typically try to get up, you know, more than a couple of feet to get that stuff that's wet that's out of there. If they've experienced flooding, get it out, get it dry, get it, you know, and then you just, the volunteers will take it to the to the street. And there's very, you know, there's actually specific guidelines that are the same pretty much around the country, pile it up so the, the trash services can come by and get it. And that sets the stage for um, the the repair phase, which, um, you know, when we, when we are, collecting the work orders when we finally set up we we will publish shortly or soon a need help want to help line we collect those work orders we can do it there at the church that we set up and and we focus on the uninsured the single mothers the handicapped the veterans first responders we try to go into areas you know that are really in need of that initial uh shot in the arm you know, some uh, volunteers showing up to take yes. a, and clean off their front yard and take that debris off, put it to the street or put that tarp on. That's a huge lift to them. And, of course, our volunteers are motivated. We like to say we, we try to be the hands and feet of Christ. You know, we want to live out our faith, you know, because Jesus was the, the thing that he exemplified was his servant heart by doing for others. He was, you know, the creator God, but he served others. And so we want to we want to exemplify that by serving those, especially those that are that you know that, that maybe don't have the means. And so um, that's that's really kind of at the core of uh, of what we try to set up. Anthony Lloyd, I got a, a quick break coming up. Could you stand by for a minute or two past the break? Past our break? Yes, yes, sir. All right. Bill Bunkley here with Salem Radio Central Florida, along with uh, our Salem affiliate Columbus, Ohio. More of the Bill Bunkley Show in a moment. Be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey.
Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling, and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500. With 210, as little as $85. I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally. The response and service is always timely and professional. No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800 471 7187. 800 471 7187. That's 800 471 7187. Call now to get two months free. You're writing a Christian book and you want it published. You also know old-fashioned publishers reject thousands of manuscripts each year. Want your book in print and on Amazon? Make it happen. Take control and publish yourself with 21st Century Christian Publishing at Zulon Press. Learn more with your free guide to Christian Publishing. Visit ChristianPublishing.com. ChristianPublishing.com. Publishing is fast, easy, and affordable with Zulon Press. A division of Salem Communications, the same great people who bring you this nifty radio station. Are you looking for a health plan? A plan that has dental, vision, hearing, prescription drug coverage, gym memberships, healthy meals allowance, and much more, and you have Medicare or both Medicare and Medicaid? Then call Family Focus Insurance Solutions at 813-533-3000. For over 15 years, our licensed staff has been able to find real solutions for your insurance needs. Call 813-533-3000 for your free annual checkup and your free analysis. Saying nothing special that I should look around But I say you're the greatest friend that I've ever found You know, to my dad, his car is a trusted friend. He's kept it running great for over a decade. Guess I'm a chip off the old cylinder block. Well, that's why we both choose to go to Parts Plus Auto Parts stores. You never let me down, I'll take good care of you. Hey, for all the reasons you love your car, there's Parts Plus Auto Parts stores. The Crucified Message. Only God can make us holy. We cannot do it on our own. Some people will change when they see the light. Others change only when they feel the heat. Don't wait for the heat of the lake of fire before you try to change. It's too late then. Jesus says he's the light of the world. The Crucified Message. Sundays at 7.30 and again at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with our continuing coverage with the Salem Media Group, Salem Radio, Central Florida, as we are continuing our emergency post-Hurricane Ian updates. Uh, We're in the search, uh, rescue, and restore. Of course, restore is a little bit down the road, but we certainly are in search and rescue, and I'll talk about some of the video feeds that we have been watching all throughout the day, Coast Guard, National Guard, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, I want to just remind uh, those folks uh, who are listening in Columbus, Ohio, no, this is not the voice of Bob Bernie. Uh, He's away today, and uh, we had agreed to go ahead and simulcast his show today, kind of what we do through the uh, Salem Radio uh, Network uh, 
all around the country. And so right now, for those of you at our Salem Radio affiliate, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5 in Columbus, well, we're bringing you to Florida. You're actually dipping in, and you're getting a moment to understand how important radio is because in the area of the hardest impacts, many of those folks have no way of having any communication, especially on the barrier islands. Uh, 90% of the electricity out is out in Charlotte and Lee counties. Those are the most impacted. And this is when radio comes into play because people are listening right now who are stranded, and that's why we are giving them not only uh, post-landfall instructions, but also letting them know a little bit about some of the help that's on the way. want to just bring back in for just a, a couple of minutes because we didn't get a chance to finish up. Uh, one of the great, great partners uh, to America from a Christian worldview, especially in time of need of disasters, and that is CBN Operation Blessing. And uh, I'm a member of the 700, 700 Club, as is, uh, I'm sure, many of you, both in Ohio and here in Florida listening today. And uh, I want to tell you that uh, we've been talking with Anthony Lloyd. Uh, he's the uh, Senior Director of U.S. Disaster Relief here in the United States. Before I do that, an important website, ob.org. That's ob.org if you would like to give and you want to give to uh, uh, this dedicated Christian organization. The reason why I wanted to have you back, uh, Anthony, is uh, you know a lot of people are asking how to volunteer. And we're going to, in a few moments, tell them where they can go to our state website uh, with all sorts of good. But, but, I mean, it's sort of different. It's secular. What's at the website at ob.org in addition to giving? Is there opportunities for folks to maybe check with their local church, which church? How can they get involved if they want to help OB, say, physically? Yeah, we, um, thank you for the question, Bill. Yeah, we enroll. We have They can go right to our website and enroll as a volunteer, and then we put them, and we will notify them, and then we screen them by zip code. So let's say, for example, you were to volunteer, your zip code, you would put it in, and then uh, if it's happening in your area, then we will say, hey, we are, we'll, and we'll, we'll announce, you know, hey, we're in the area, we, we are pre-deployed, uh, you know, we're at one of our warehouses, uh, we found a church that's down here at Main Street, and then that message goes out to all the volunteers that we have on our database. Of course, we will advertise it on the 700 Club. We will advertise it on our website through all of our social media, and that's how we do it. You can also, when we set up walk up and, and sign, we'll enroll you to sign up at the site. So we announce it through all those various venues. And then what that does is it just helps you understand, like you said, hey, if I've, a lot of times what's happened, people have been in a disaster area. They've seen what we do. They've even volunteered. And then when we go to a, another part of the country, they'll send a team. And so that just has continued to really bless us. You know, because of the years of support from all the wonderful people like yourself that are helping us to maintain this organization. And God just, you know, really bless us with some wonderful people, really hard workers that are really committed to their faith and committed to helping others. So that's how we do that. And uh, one of the things I wanted to add, we did pre-deploy. We have a warehouse in Ocala, Florida. Yes, and we had pushed, pushed a, yeah, we pushed a lot of stuff there. And that's where we're based out of right now. We're... We're moving around down in the affected area and uh, hope to soon go through the process of announcing, you know, our local partner church when we get set up. Well, i tell you what, I so appreciate uh, what you do. And uh, by the way, I want to mention, and I think Anthony will, will verify this, 
They're just not going to be like all the other Christian organizations. They're not done in a week or 10 days. This is a major catastrophe. And those listening in, I will describe the scene coming up. We haven't done much of that on the show today because of these very important briefings about getting contributions in and getting the aid out. But I want to tell you, folks that are anywhere close to Charlotte or Fort Myers, there is weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of work to do. And so if you can't volunteer in the next few days, still go to ob.org, get registered, tell them when you can, because, Anthony, this is this is a long haul, kind of like Katrina, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it's, this is uh, at that level. It's definitely at that level, and it's weeks and months of, of the initial phases, as you've described, and then you know, when you have to do the rebuilds, that's that's years. So, oh, you know, we, yeah. we, we do go into those longer phases depending upon the resources that we've been able to provide, and that's been something that is the staying power is important to us. You know, so, uh, in fact, we're still in Dawson Springs, Kentucky. We're wrapping up a few, a few uh, remaining uh, uh, jobs and, and projects we have there. And so, yeah, being able to stay in the area for a long time, is a blessing to those that that the Lord provides us the resources to help. And you know what fuels that staying power? By going to ob.org, going to these websites, give and continue giving when you can over the next uh, weeks, probably months, because uh, as they have the resources, the need is there, they can meet that. Without resources, then their hands are kind of tied. But again, that uh, the website for CBN Operation Blessing is uh, ob.org, ob.org. I want to thank uh, Anthony Lloyd for being with us, the Senior Director of U.S. Disaster Relief uh, here in the United States. And, and Anthony, I want to tell you, man, your team, uh, I take my trips to, to Israel, and uh, Chris Mitchell has uh, been so gracious to meet with us, and uh, Terry yeah. uh, talking about uh, what happened in the Ukraine. Of course, Gordon now running uh, the operation. Just thank you so much for all of what you do and, and just tell them how much they're appreciated and uh, we're going to get through this. But thanks so much for all of what you're doing. Yeah, thank you, Bill. I'll certainly pass the word to them. I'll I'll send them an email and tell them, hey, you know, they've got uh, a good friend that uh, mentioned them and, and, you know, you're doing the, the, the hard work down there. We're, we're, we're there for you. So thank you and uh, blessings to you and your listeners. Thank you so much for your time. God bless you. Stay safe for all your team. May God be the glory. I know you're spreading the gospel. And, uh, boy, let me let me just get on to your more important work. Thanks for being with us. Okay, yeah. Thank you, sir. God bless. That was uh, Anthony Lloyd, a senior uh, director for the entire United States for Disaster Relief, CBN's Operation Blessing. Well, uh if you're just joining us, uh, especially in Columbus, Ohio, I'm not the voice of Bob Bernie. Bernie, and of course, for all of our listeners right here, including our answer stations, um, a little extra complication this afternoon. For those of you locally, you know that we've been on the air, what, from Monday and uh, kind of doing some wall-to-wall coverage, and uh, we've now gone with the different phases, and now we are trying to get the word out on how to give and what's happening, knowing that many of our listeners uh are probably uh, in the area where um, they don't uh, have much except the radios right now. I'm going to start talking about that uh, relief effort uh, more and what's going on. But uh, just want to remind uh, the folks just tuning in to the Bob Bernie Show, simulcasting right now with uh, WTBN Salem Radio right here in Central Florida. We're based in Tampa, Florida. 
And uh, that's WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5, our Salem affiliate there. And uh, we've spent these times together, and many of you who have been longtime listeners to the Bob Bernie Show know that uh, as I was diagnosed unexpectedly in 2018 with my AML leukemia and had that that fight many, many months uh, here with the Moffitt Cancer Center, to God be the glory, um, in a bone marrow transplant, uh, I've been my fourth year after that, and one more year, and that looks pretty good. I have some other challenges, but many of you folks have been used to tuning in, so uh, it isn't kind of our normal show by a long shot, and we've been broadcasting, and I'm probably not as sharp as, uh, as I may be because uh, it's at the point where you get a little bit of fatigue going in, and my producer, Brian, and all of our team here. But uh, for the next, uh, well, hour and a half or so or a couple of hours as you're joining us from Columbus, you're going to get a chance to stand right here and sort of dip into what we're doing right here, our part of a Salem Radio, Salem Media Group, as it pertains to um, – Uh, Not only getting the word out to a good number of our audience who uh, is stranded, uh, only probably having a radio, and then trying to direct the efforts of uh, uh, many of the others right here. So I'm going to give a couple more updates, and then I'm going to explain what we are seeing. Uh, We are monitoring all sorts of feeds from the area. Uh, We want to give a shout-out to what's been our partners during this time, and that is uh, NBC Channel 2 and ABC 7. Uh, both of those uh, in Fort Myers, they're actually simulcasting because there's virtually no power. They've been working off generators, and but they've been able to get uh, some, of the, some of the feeds out. Uh, we have those crews. We have the aerial crews. We have uh, helicopters, our affiliate here in Tampa, um, uh, from ABC News, WFTS, we were uh, on board that chopper earlier today by video of the live feed. So uh, here in a moment, I'll give you a little more information about what's really happening uh, at the moment in the disaster area. Uh, but, uh, Brian, why don't you come in here because there's been an important new website that's been added. And now we're going to give a little bit of information out for folks that need some help. Sure. And uh, this morning, Governor DeSantis uh, held a press conference. And one of the things that he mentioned was that uh, for any Floridians that are missing a loved one due to the storm, they can go to this website, which is missing.fl.gov. That's missing.fl.gov for help. And uh, people in the hardest uh, hit areas can also fill out the information to provide updates on their well-being. And real quickly, Bill, I also uh, did just want to do a quick update on uh, the schools in the area, because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering what's going on with that. Uh, As of 2 p.m., Pinellas County Schools uh, had not made an announcement. They may uh, have something up, but um, just going by the current update that I have now, Hillsborough County Schools will be open on Monday. Manatee County Schools closed on Monday. Uh, They said that there's a lot of work that they have to do, and there were more than 15 Manatee School District without power as of this morning. Uh, Pasco County will be open on Monday. Citrus open on Monday. Uh, Polk County uh, still waiting on a decision uh, from them. Uh, And uh, Hernando will be open on Monday. All right. And, again, we'll keep you posted on uh, some of those uh, school uh, openings. 
Let me give you a couple of uh, numbers, those of you who, um, and by the way, let me just remind you, we're gonna, we got a, what, a break in a minute? Is that it, Brian? Okay, got to take a break. Um, before we take a break, folks, those of you who evacuated, particularly out of Charlotte and Lee, do not go back to, don't expect to get anywhere near your home uh, if you're on one of the barrier islands. We'll talk about that more in a moment. But I would very much suggest that, especially if you um, evacuated to some of the hotels around Disney and Kissimmee, some of you went east and south to Miami-Dade, Fort Lauderdale, uh, I would suggest to you, we are in a disaster zone. Uh, If you've got a place to hang out, don't come back yet. Uh, And especially because you have nothing to come back to, and then you're going to be stuck. And there's long lines. People are getting gas. Just stay where you're at right now. We'll have more in a minute. I'm Bill Bunkley with our Hurricane Ian follow-up. Be right back. Bill Bunkley here. With rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy. Contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high-deductible, limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice Plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying for your own health insurance, you're on COBRA, or your employment coverage is just too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. If you are under 65, reasonably healthy, and don't need maternity coverage, you can save 30 to 60%. Call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. Packages start at $29.99 a month with sign agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-884-8375-800- 884-8375 800-884-8375 That's 800-884-8375 It's getting harder and harder to make sense out of today's headlines. To stay on top of breaking world and national news with a Christian worldview and a faith-based perspective on what it means, turn to christianheadlines.com. Log on to ChristianHeadlines.com for the very latest news and then sign up for our free daily newsletter to stay one step ahead of what's happening. Get out of the mainstream media rut with top news and positive headlines every day with ChristianHeadlines.com. This is an urgent message for all individuals with extremely large credit card debt. No matter how much you owe on your credit cards, the company that has settled more debt than anyone in the U.S. could settle your debt, too. While you make one low monthly program payment, you have the opportunity to hear how low your monthly program payment could be for free. 
This free information is available now simply by calling Freedom Debt Relief at 1-800-940-4409. I repeat, if you have extremely large credit card debt, you now have the ability to reduce your total debt and get one simple low monthly program payment. This could allow you to resolve your debt faster than you ever thought possible. But you should act quickly. Call Freedom Debt Relief now to learn how much you could save. 1-800-940-4409. Again, this life-changing information is available for free. To find out how much you may be able to save, call today. 1-800-940-4409. That's 1-800-940-4409. 1-800-940-4409. Travel Cats loves our Faith Talk listeners and is the perfect travel industry partner, offering a rare mix of expertise, unparalleled personal service, a superior customized travel experience, and incredible group rates to destinations nations all over the world. Travel Cats can create a memorable trip to fit any budget. Learn more at travelcats.com. That's travelkatz.com. And be sure to listen to Vacation Nation Radio with Sandra and Catherine Saturday mornings at 7 on Faith Talk 570 and 910. Travel Cats, group travel made easy. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Central Florida post-Hurricane Ian update. We're talking about search and rescue right now. Welcome to our broadcast this afternoon. Uh, We are broadcasting all across Central Florida, and including those of you listening in on our answer stations, uh, both the Answer Tampa and the Answer Sarasota Bradenton. Glad to have you on board as we've been doing pretty much all of this week, um, it's all been about uh, Hurricane Ian. And this afternoon, uh, we also have some special guests with us, and uh, that are there's my good friends from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, before we knew we were going to be in this rodeo with... Uh, uh, hold on just a second. What was that again, Florida? Is that a fond... Uh, oh, forwards? Uh, is that... Hold on, just a second. Talk about my producer. Is that is is give after that? Okay, all right. You can correct me in a minute as my mind's kind of put it all together. Uh, as you know, we're in live radio. A lot of updates are coming in, so we're in the midst of thing. And I was trying to update someone to give you in just a moment. So um, as uh, we're coming to you here this afternoon, we've been at this, and now it's been different phases. Uh, if you're just tuning in. Probably a lot of listeners that are part of our coverage area could be in a situation and are in a situation where there's no electricity. They could be on one of the barrier islands, and uh, all they have is a radio. And so that's why radio is so important. So uh, we have been uh, focusing our efforts not only on trying to get direct information to them, but also to the rest of you of what's going on, because many of you that are listening here in Florida – uh, you know that, or maybe in, in Columbus, Ohio, as well, as we're simulcasting uh, now the Bob with the Bob Bernie Show on WRFD 880 and FM 104.5 in Columbus. You know, some of you may have friends, and I know a lot of us here we have friends that live in the area of Fort Myers or Naples, uh, Charlotte, uh, boy, Sanibel, Pine Island. Uh, I was born and raised here in Tampa, Florida, and I can tell you that, uh, uh you know. That whole area down there, Boca Grande, uh, for us that are Floridians, that's, uh, that's <laughs> if you're a fisherman, if you like Florida, I mean, we have some permanent residents for sure, but uh, this has been the, uh, 
the vacation paradise, especially Christmas for a long, long time. So uh, when we get into 5 o'clock hour, let me just tell you that I'm going to invite those of you listening on our answer stations that's, um, um, that you can, uh, we're, we're going to have an opportunity for you to tune in in a moment to uh, Secolo Live on our answer stations here in Central Florida. But I'll be over on AM 760, as I always am each and every day, uh, or AM 570. You can also listen online at letstalkfaith.com, letstalkfaith.com. We're going to continue to give you a briefing of what we have been seeing in the last couple of hours. Uh, We're also standing by for a press conference from Governor DeSantis. Uh, We've gotten a heads up from his office that's supposed to come down around 520. We'll either take it live or we'll record it and turn it around pretty quick. So we've got that coming up. What's important about that, he's going to be broadcasting from St. Augustine, Florida, up the coast, uh, because we certainly have had impacts. In fact, uh, uh, you, t- you look at places like uh, DeSoto, Hardy County, we've got uh, a lot of emergency stuff going on there, flooding in Orlando. And so uh, we're going to have an all-important update about uh, what our disaster recovery efforts uh, are, are happening there. Now, before I do that, I've got a a couple of things that I want to get out this afternoon. Uh, This is kind of a Florida focus. So Columbus, as I said, you can dip in and uh, be a part of what we're doing here uh, with this uh, massive catastrophe we have on our hands. Uh, There were nine counties, uh, folks, uh, here in Florida that were declared uh, federal disaster areas. We have more counties that are becoming on probably already and later today. What that means is, is that the federal emergency management folks, known as FEMA, as soon as uh, your county is identified as a FEMA uh, disaster county, that allows you to get uh, some of the benefits from the federal government. Now, one second. Okay. What that means is, if, uh, if you've had any damage to your house... If you've been, uh, if you've had floodwaters, if you're missing some tiles off your roof or more extensive damage, there'll be opportunities from you from f- to get some help from FEMA. Especially if you're now stuck in a hotel because you evacuated, you've been able to find out your house is missing, gone, or not livable. Uh, all this is important because you can get vouchers and emergency food uh, vouchers and you can put in for claims for your property. Now, if you're in your property and you've got water damage, I want you to take pictures of all that right now, whether it's the roof or whatever. Whatever damages you have, take pictures for your insurance company, but also for FEMA. And then call this number now for immediate assistance for FEMA. If you're in one of the nine counties all up and down the Gulf Coast, 800-621-3262, 800-621-3262. You can also go to FEMA.org, FEMA.org, just click on the uh, Hurricane Ian, and uh, that will get you uh, going. Other information, go to FloridaDisaster.org, FloridaDisaster.org, you'll see the big box, emergency information, click on that. All sorts of the services are there. If you'd like to volunteer, go to VolunteerFlorida.org, VolunteerFlorida.org. When that pops up, hit on the volunteer box, and we can direct you right into that area. For those of you on the News Talk Answer Stations, thanks for being with us. I'll be over on 760. For those in Columbus, we'll be right back. 
Attention! The United States government has instituted a program to give qualified workers up to $3,148 a month. Do you or someone you know suffer from a medical condition that makes it difficult to work? Are you between the ages of 45 and 62? Are you seeing a medical professional for this condition? And have you worked for at least five of the last 10 years? If you answered yes to the questions, you may be eligible for up to $3,148 a month. Call the Disability Information Line now to see if you qualify at 800-811-1545. Get the benefits you deserve. Call the Disability Information Line now at 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify. The call is free and our agents are standing by. Call 800-811-1545 to see if you qualify for these government benefits. You've worked hard for these benefits. Don't let another day go by without receiving what you're entitled to. Call 800-811-1545 now. WTBN Pinellas Park, WTWD Plant City, WLCC Brandon. Faith Talk Tampa. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. Hurricane Ian has come ashore in South Carolina, threatening the historic city of Charleston. National Weather Service meteorologist John Qualiero says Hurricane Ian's storm surge is a chief concern. Reports of inundation in many coastal communities, especially along the central and northern portions of the coast. Peak surge values of 4 to 7 feet of inundation are expected north of Isle of Palms, with lower value south of there. Meanwhile, in ravaged Florida, where Ian hit Wednesday, authorities are surveying the tremendous damage the storm inflicted. Florida Emergency Management Director Kevin Guthrie tells WFSU-TV Ian's death toll is unclear. We have 12 unconfirmed fatalities in uh, Charlotte County. We have eight unconfirmed fatalities in Collier County. We have one confirmed fatality in... um, in Polk County. So that brings us up to 21 total. In other words, in in other news, I should say, the European Union has published a strongly worded criticism of Russia's move to annex four Ukraine regions. The 27 EU member states have issued a joint statement in which they firmly reject and unequivocally condemn the illegal annexation of Ukraine territory. The bloc's leaders say Russia's undermining the rules-based international order and has violated Ukraine's fundamental right to independence. They add they will never recognize the illegal referendums Russia organized as a pretext for this further violation of Ukraine's independence, sovereignty and territorial integrity, nor their falsified and illegal results. I'm Charles Diladesma. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 500 points. The Nasdaq dropped 161. The S&P 500 lower by 54. This is SRN News. All business setback. Set to smooth jazz. It's late. You're driving in the rain with only one thing on your mind. The deer about to total your HVAC van. But with Progressive's 30-plus customizable coverage options, you're covered. The rest is just saxophone. When running your small business gets rough, Progressive Commercial is there to smooth it out. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Twinkly sounds. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. There is no country in this world that a black person would rather be. Black lives matter. 
Unless, of course, they grow up in this country. Uncle Tom 2 from Larry Elder and Justin Malone uncovers the Marxist plot using false racial tension to demoralize America. They're fed a lie that is so deceptive, they actually believe the opposite of that which is true. The first act in organizing our people is to let them know who they are. Uncle Tom 2. Watch on demand or buy the DVD at SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This year marks the 80th anniversary of Wycliffe Bible Translators, which was founded in 1942. I was in the middle of World War II. So our organization was birthed during a time of global crisis, uh, much like none of us have ever seen since, I don't think. And we've been through eras of all sorts. Wycliffe spokesman Andy Keener. Throughout all of the change in the world, Wycliffe has been able to change and adapt and continue to drive toward its mission of seeing God's Word available to people in every language in the world. The ministry's working on more than a thousand translations right now. The Museum of the Bible has returned a valuable thousand-year-old Christian manuscript to a monastery in northern Greece. It had been looted by Bulgarian forces more than a century ago, along with hundreds of other documents and artifacts, which then made their way around the world over the decades. This is SRN News. Hello, this is Alistair Begg, inviting you to join me on a Mediterranean cruise in late summer of 2023. The trip is hosted by my friends at Salem Media Group. We're going to be leaving from Rome and calling at ports that include Naples and Malta, Croatia, Greece, and eventually into Venice. Together, we'll have the opportunity to visit ancient churches, museums, fortresses, and stroll some of the most beautiful avenues in the world. The voyage will span nine days, including ten stops, and take us to several locations where the Apostle Paul visited on his missionary journeys. Throughout the trip, we'll be opening God's Word together, sharing an unforgettable time of Christian fellowship. And so I hope you'll join me, Alistair Begg, with the Salem Media Group, August 26th through September 4th, 2023, on the beautiful Mediterranean Sea. Call 855-565-5519 or visit letstalkfaith.com for all the details. Welcome back. Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. And uh, we are here with your Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Central Florida coverage of the post-Hurricane Ian update. Uh, And now we are in the search and rescue mode of this uh, historic event. Probably in uh, modern history, of course, we don't know what happened uh, hundreds of years ago, but at least in what will probably be most of Florida's recorded history. This is the largest and uh, the most dangerous hurricane the state of Florida has uh, had to endure year to day. Welcome to our program this afternoon. We've been uh, updating, uh, well, since Monday. And at times, of course, as we were preparing for the arrival of Ian, uh, we were with you uh, as the storm was, uh, especially that, uh, that night where things were just uh, awful, uh, if you've never been through a hurricane at nighttime, I can tell you I, I was born and raised in Tampa, Florida, and uh, in the early 60s when Hurricane Donna came by the Tampa Bay area, I was a, I was a little guy, but I was in a, in a frame house, and I remember 
it was about one or two in the morning when the eye came by. Uh, it wasn't real close, but close enough to where the, the creeks and the, and the frame house shifting and kind of moving a little bit at times as you felt uh, the very heavy uh, wind gust. And so uh, I want to tell you that uh, we've been with you through that, and now we've been uh, directing some of the uh, recovery uh, help that's out there as the search is continuing. Now I want to also welcome back in those of you who are listening from Columbus, Ohio. Some of you are saying, whoa, wow, whoa, that doesn't sound like Bob, as in Bob Bernie. Well, it's not. Bob Bernie is off today. And way before Ian decided that he was going to come give us a, a very bad week, uh, we knew that Bob was going to be gone and we were going to be simulcasting today in his absence. And so we didn't know a couple of days ago if that was going to be even possible because uh, our station here in Tampa for all of Central Florida for sailing, Salem, we're, we're just off of Tampa Bay. And, in fact, uh, I think uh, we're about eight feet above uh, sea level. So, as you can imagine, boarding up sandbags, all of what we are doing at the station. There's so many people here in uh, all up and down the Florida Gulf Coast. So, uh, fortunately for us, unfortunately for Fort Myers and uh, uh, Lee County and Collier County uh, down in the extreme southwest of Florida, um, they uh, they received uh, the brunt of Hurricane Ian. So with that, uh, we're on the air. We've been uh, broadcasting what we do uh, in times of uh, disasters, particularly here in Florida. So we want to welcome in those of you who are listening to the Bob Bernie Show on WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5 in Columbus, Ohio our Salem radio affiliate there. And um, so what we're doing is uh, we've been uh, doing a lot of work in terms of getting the word out. Uh, We have been talking with our friends at the Florida Baptist Disaster Relief Services about how folks can be a part of that. Uh, We talk with the folks at uh, uh, Operation Blessing. Uh, We've been talking with the folks at Salvation Army. I uh, want to remind you that if you're just tuning in here or in Ohio, um, if you would like to give a designated gift to these organizations or you want to go back and to hear some of our coverage, our podcast uh, for the Bill Bunkley Show will be up around 6.30 Eastern. And you can go to our website at www.letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com on the top left bar. Just hover over programs, and you'll see the Bill Bunkley Show pop down. Click on that. That'll be my show page. And if you'll scroll all the way down, you'll then begin to see the list of podcasts for all of my shows. In fact, you can go back months and months. But particularly if you want to catch any portion of today's show with some of these. uh, And I know for folks in Ohio, unless you've lived here and moved back, these have probably been somewhat interesting to sort of be able to dip into and share Uh, the experience as uh, we are in uh, disaster recovery here uh, with uh, Salem Radio. So you can go ahead and uh, listen to that. Now, if you're just tuning in, uh, to give you an idea, in Ohio, uh, we have a pretty large broadcast area here in the peninsula of Florida. Uh, Our uh, particular signals right now, we, uh, we are broadcasting from the Gulf Coast all the way over to the east side of Florida into the Atlantic Ocean, including the I-4 corridor and Daytona Beach. For those of you familiar, we are broadcasting uh, far north of that into the villages of Ocala and Gainesville, Florida. 
And then to the south, certainly Bradenton, Sarasota, in addition to Tampa, Plant City, Lakeland, Orlando, Kissimmee, uh, Deltona, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, all the way down to Fort Myers and Cape Coral. And so if you think about that very wide broadcast area, that basically encumber, includes the entire path of Hurricane Ian from start to finish over the Florida Peninsula. So we, since Monday, have uh, been uh, in, in nowhere near our complete uh, operational programming each day. And so for those of you catching us from Ohio, going to have a chance to sort of dip in and spend a, a little bit of time as if you were right here, very close to the, the, the major disaster zone, as we are getting some of the most important information out uh, here uh, this afternoon. So uh, we are waiting. I just saw a feed. The governor is uh, touring a flooded neighborhood in St. Augustine, Florida. I just picked up a feed of that. And you could tell the water recently receded from that area because uh, the, the one of the families that I saw that he was talking with, they were um, getting their stuff uh, out uh, that has been just soaked. And he had a chance to speak with them. And I didn't... Uh, catch the audio but uh you know uh not only uh toward the end of that conversation the governor was smiling they were smiling that was good to see because so many people right now are without electricity they're without cell phones and so i thought i would give you a little bit of an update of what we're dealing with first of all for those of you in ohio if you have a map of south uh, southwest florida or you're familiar with Southwest Florida, let me sort of take you on a tour. To start with, um, Lee County is the county that uh, houses uh, Fort Myers and Cape Coral. The next county up is uh, Charlotte County, and that's where you have Punta Gorda and Port Charlotte. You might remember that's where Hurricane Charlie came barreling through years ago. And from, uh, from about... Uh, that Port Charlotte over to the coast on Venice, all the way down to Naples, uh, I should say uh, Marco Island, that is the area that's been the focus for the horrendous damage. That is where the eye, a 40-mile-wide eye, uh, think about that. Hurricane Charlie was five miles wide, and for those of you in Ohio, 40 miles is a huge, dangerous storm. It came in with winds sustained, not gusts, sustained of 155 miles an hour. Uh, probably had a storm surge ahead of it, and when it came on shore, up to 18 feet. Folks, 18 feet, if you're standing outside, that is absolutely not survivable. No way, no how. And so um, when you look at the destruction of this storm, Everything is mowed down except newer buildings with newer technology built to hurricane specifics. Um, it is a sight to see because uh, for the, ever since daybreak yesterday, and Brian Elk is my uh, uh, producer, um, for our part in our station here, we have news talk stations and we have our fake talk stations. But uh, we have been, um, like right now, one, two, three. I've got five different feeds coming in uh, for the show this afternoon uh, because each one of them uh, have different opportunities with the kind of coverage that is coming in. Uh, part of it's the Lee County Sheriff's Office. 
I want to give a shout out to uh, NBC2 as well as ABC7. They're both in Fort Myers now. They've had no power. They've been working under generators. Nobody in the area, unless they're listening to some sort of uh, uh, radio reception, uh, has ever even been able to listen to their coverage. But they've been giving the coverage. And uh, we have several helicopters. We have the copters that are based in Fort Myers. I'm talking about media helicopters. We have uh, other choppers that have come in from uh, the East Coast. Uh, They'll come in and... uh, they will do some of the coverage from the air, and then they'll fly back to Miami. This morning, we had our chopper from WFTS uh, a, uh, ABC 28 here in Tampa, Tampa Bay. It was down there. So we've had the, the bird's eye view of being able to, to see the damage. And from starting yesterday, uh, I can't. it's hard to explain to you how it feels. Um, and I keep mentioning this. I know people are popping in and out. We got folks in Ohio. But I was born and raised here in Tampa, and so uh, I'm a native Floridian. And uh, all this uh, West Coast has been sort of a a great little secret. It is just absolutely beautiful and awesome. So people have been coming here for decades and decades and decades. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of an idea because some of you in Ohio, maybe, maybe you've even vacationed here on a regular basis. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what we're seeing and what has happened here. First of all, let's let's go ahead and go from south to north as I give you a little bit of an idea of what's going on. Uh, Marco Island. Now, the bridge was out at Marco Island. I believe the bridge is back operational. Marco Island had some damage, but uh, certainly Marco Island was spared. Now, I want to tell you, some of you may remember Hurricane Irma uh, a few years ago. Now, Irma actually came through on shore right there in the Marco Island area just south of Naples. So that gives you a little bit of an idea. Now, as we move up the coast, boy, I tell you what, it gets bad right away. Now, you know, you have Fort Myers and Cape Coral. They're basically next to each other, divided by the river, and then you get out to the coastline. For those of you who are familiar, let me first say, if you've ever been to the pier in Naples, the Naples Pier is gone. It's wiped out. Can't. There's no pier to go out on. So as you move up to the Fort Myers Cape Coral area, I want to tell you that you have Sanibel Island, and then Sanibel Island. Within you keep driving around the island, and then you start heading north, and you get to Captiva Island. Now, what we're going to do is. In a moment, we're going to take a break. Unfortunately, the way things are happening, the governor, Brian's going to start taking some notes for us. We've got a hard break here in about a minute. And so uh, we're going to yield to the governor in just a moment when we come back. And then I'll pick up my description of what's happening in Sanibel, Captiva, Pine Island. Folks, basically all of the barrier islands in that area, they have been wiped out. We have been watching yesterday and today a lot more activity yesterday afternoon today. Our aerial helicopters in the media, we have been watching multiple missions by the United States Coast Guard uh, Helicopter Division, as well as the Florida National Guard Helicopter Division. And we also have Chinook helicopters. Uh, Those are the ones that have the dual rotors. Uh, We have been watching the activity because right now, 
we have three levels of uh, trying to rescue and recover people. We're in what we call the hasty phase. The hasty phase is if they see anybody with a with, with like a white sheet or help us on the roof or waving, that's where those initial drops have been and there have been some dramatic footage. Going to take a break. We're going to go right to the governor when we come back. I'm Bill Bunkley, Salem Radio, Central Florida, also Columbus, Ohio, this hour. Be right back. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, this message is for you. Congress has passed $80 billion in funding to more than double the size of the IRS. 87,000 new IRS employees means more audits, collections, and penalties. This will make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, State Department, FBI, and Border Control combined. Now is the time to call Civic Tax Relief. I owe the IRS $37,000. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't know the IRS anything. Their tax resolution specialists can stop the IRS from taking money out of your paycheck. With Civic Tax Relief, they were able to save me upwards of $80,000 that I would have had to pay. For your free tax relief information, call now. 800-506-5803. That's 800-506-5803. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. 800-506-5803. We want to know, how do you use WebEx? Last week, I started a meeting on my office computer. I had to go across town for another meeting. So Mike drove, and I was able to finish my WebEx meeting using the WebEx app on my smartphone. This is how you do business. Connect online and share what's on your computer screen with others. Anytime, anywhere. On their desktop, on their laptop, or mobile device. Go to WebEx.com right now and try WebEx free. WebEx from Cisco. W-E-B-E-X.com. Gaining ground. But I didn't come here today to make you afraid. I've come to offer you a word of hope. I've come to offer you from the word of God that what our human eye sees and what we experience is no match for what God has already given us, and that is faith. For fear is defeated when the instrument of faith is deployed. Gaining Ground with Pastor Evan Burroughs, Saturday afternoons at 4 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here with the Bill Bunkley Show. We're broadcasting live both here in Florida, simulcasting as well with our friends tuned into the Bob Bernie Show, WRFD AM 880 FM 104.5, our Salem radio affiliate, Columbus, Ohio. Now I think the governor is speaking live from St. Augustine, Florida. Let's dip in. Either So you look, Flagler, Volusia, you know, they've had some big impacts too. So, so that's something that we're going to be working with them on. We think that that will be something that, 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 will, be, that will be helpful for the residents of, of this area. Fuel, by and large, has done, done really well. Even with the ports having to shut down because of the storm, uh, you have fuel flowing in. It was good to see these gas stations open in southwest Florida. You know, that's something that we've had storms in the past where people were without fuel for weeks or a long time. And that, that's a pain. It makes it harder for people to get back. Uh, so we appreciate uh, the attention that's been paid on that. And then uh, in terms of like telecom service, uh, it is getting better in southwest Florida. Uh, they are putting more towers in because of the towers that, that have been destroyed. Uh, but I would say that, uh, you know, all the companies, I think, now are allowing the other consumers 
to other customers to roam on their network. And so that makes it very helpful. So if you're down there, uh, just you know, don't try to do Wi-Fi calling. That's not uh, up where it needs to be. Uh, just do normal calling with roaming. And if you're a Verizon, you can't get that, you may be able to get AT&T. And so that's something that's very, very important. Um, I want Kevin to come up and give an update, and then we'll have uh, the administrator come up as well. Kevin? Thank you, Governor. Thank you for your leadership all day long today. Uh, here in St. John's County, St. Augustine's, I know some of this the public This is our Florida Director of Emergency Management speaking so now with the I'm, update. You know, I'm coming back home. This is not the way that I like to come home on the weekends, but, uh, you know, I'm here to help not just the state of Florida, but also my hometown. So um, we're, we're out here walking the streets. Uh, I'm myself, the administrator, the regional administrator. We're sitting here talking Augustine, about, Florida. you know, different aspects of this particular neighborhood, other areas around St. John's County to potentially get them into the um, declaration for individual assistance. You know, I think one of the things we have in this particular community that I want to just talk about, because we don't get an awful lot of time to talk about this, is just down the road here we have a house that's being raised with FEMA funding as a part of the Flood Mitigation Assistance Grant Program. There's a similar program called the Hazard Mitigation Grant Program that will be coming as a part of this particular storm disaster. I know they're complicated and complex grants to work through. They take a little bit of time, uh, but at the same time, if you're in a situation where you continually flood, then we can elevate your home. And that those are good ideas to do in, the, in, this, in a neighborhood just like this. So uh, highly encourage you folks in this area to consider those programs. I know the city and the uh, county or will be reaching out to individuals that want uh, participants in that program. So please continue to be a part of that program. As the governor has mentioned, infrastructure is uh, we're seeing the results of infrastructure hardening. Uh, the chief was telling me that some of the uh, lift stations and whatnot were more resilient in this storm than they were in Matthew. So things are, you know, we're, we're getting better at what we do as far as hurricane response. Um, if there's things that you need, please make sure you reach out to your local emergency management agency, reach out to the fire chief, the police chief here. Uh, make sure that we know about them, get those things rolled up to us. We're going to be here to continue to support uh, not just St. John's County and the city of St. Augustine, but all Floridians across the state. So, Governor, appreciate your leadership on this. Thank you. Okay, and joining us uh, from FEMA is our administrator, Deanne Criswell. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciated the opportunity today to join the governor and Director Guthrie to get eyes on firsthand. It's really important for me to be able to come into a community after an event like this so I can get an idea of what the impacts are. You know, you see a lot of the images on the news, but there's nothing that replaces being able to see and talk to people and hear what they're going through. I'll tell you some of the things that I heard um, throughout the day today was uh, how the neighbors are helping neighbors. They're really jumping in and helping each other out. We just heard a great story here, but we've heard that across the state today. Um, and the absolute heroic efforts that the first responders put forward in those first few days. Um, I just want to thank all of them for everything that they've done. Uh, as you heard the governor say, with the uh, different programs that are available for um, individual assistance with FEMA, uh, President Biden did sign the initial disaster declaration late Wednesday night. That authorized nine counties for individual assistance. Uh, Thursday, uh, early afternoon, I believe, we added four more counties. We are continuing to do assessments. One of the reasons that I am here with the governor today is to get eyes on, to see the damages. So we will continue to add more counties as we understand what the impacts the communities across Florida have experienced as a result of this storm. And so as you move into the recovery, we're going to continue to be here to support the governor and Director Guthrie and any requests that they have. Um, to make sure that we're able to jumpstart the recovery process, but also to be with you here as you go through the rebuilding and the reconstruction phases. So thank you. Okay.
All right. Any questions for anybody? Yeah, Governor, uh, I know it's very early to tell, but is there an idea how much is the, the cost so far that we've seen in Florida and St. Augustine? Uh, no, I think I think that's going to take some time. I mean, I can tell you in our preparations with everything we did to prepare from the state, it was hundreds of millions of dollars. Worth, yeah, we did $300 million from, from the time that storm developed, and we said this is something last week that was going to be an issue, declared the state of emergency and got in. Uh, we were able to do that, and that has helped uh, with the response tremendously. You remember uh, I proposed a couple years ago, and the legislature did, to have a, a fund in state government for disaster response. And so we have $500 million uh, that we earmark every year. And so this is the first time, unfortunately, you know, we're having to tap it. Uh, but that money was there, ready to go. Now that FEMA or now that the, the, the administration has given us the 30 days, um, a lot of that's going to be reimbursable. And so a lot of what the local governments have done in the local communities, uh, those 30 first 30 days will be 100 percent reimbursable uh, by the federal government. And so that was similar to what's done in other hurricanes like like Michael. And, and that'll make it, it did. The thing about this one is you know, sometimes you hear hurricanes and it'll hit like one place in one state. Well, in Florida, when they meander across a peninsula, you know, you're hitting all these different communities, and there's a lot of impacts uh, that have a, a trickle effect all across the state. I would. Would you say there's there's not any that they can't or I mean, right. we, we're, it's complicated getting into Sanibel and yeah. Mars Beach, but we are starting an airlift uh, bridge, an air bridge, and a barge bridge. So right now, um, so for those of you familiar, not familiar with Southwest Florida, Sanibel Island and Captiva are connected to the mainland by a bridge, a causeway. That causeway was severed by the storm in a couple different places. So the only place re way to access that is either by sea or by air. And so what happened from the wee hours of the morning uh, when the storm passed was bringing in Black Hawk helicopters, Chinook helicopters, uh, finding people that wanted to be rescued and then bringing them safely back to the mainland. What they are also finding as they've gone in those areas is a lot of the residents are stabilized. They rode out the storm. Uh, probably a very harrowing experience, but some of them have really nice homes and can do that. And so what they're finding now is a lot of them want to stay put on the island, and they're thanking the first responders for being there, but they are not asking to be rescued. Obviously, anyone in need of that, they are going to be willing to do that and bring back. But I would say uh, the early hours, a lot of people just want to get off the island. Now more and more they want to stay. You know, the issue with this is going to be the, the transport back and forth to those islands is going to be good. We also have another island, great community, Pine Island. We were just at. That bridge got severed, too. Now, we will fix both of those bridges. All right, got to cut away. I'm Bill Bunkley, Sailor Radio Central Florida, as well as Columbus, Ohio, simulcasting the Bob Bernie Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. W-282-CI Tampa, W-271-CY Lakeland, W-262-CP Bayonet Point. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Or listen on TuneIn and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. A revived Hurricane Ian made landfall on coastal South Carolina on Friday, threatening the historic city of Charleston. With severe flooding after the deadly storm caused catastrophic damage in Florida and trapped thousands in their homes. Ian Center came ashore near Georgetown with much weaker winds than when it crossed Florida's Gulf Coast on Wednesday. 
as one of the strongest storms to ever hit the U.S. Russian President Vladimir Putin signed treaties Friday to illegally annex more occupied Ukrainian territory in a sharp escalation of his war. Ukraine's president countered with a surprise application to join the NATO military alliance. Putin's land grab and President Volodymyr Zelensky's signing of what he said is an accelerated NATO membership sent the two leaders speeding faster on a collision course. More details at srnnews.com. When it comes to hiring an AC, plumbing, or electrical contractor, finding one you can trust has always been a challenge until now. Cornerstone Pros. Commitment to quality surpasses customer standards. You can count on the technicians at Cornerstone Pros to go out of their way to deliver an exceptional experience. That's the cornerstone difference. Call 813-291-0522. For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone Pros. Every three minutes, another person falls further into credit card debt. Many credit card companies have nearly doubled their minimum monthly payment. People can barely afford to keep up. Here's the great news. With our powerful program, anyone with $2,000 or more in credit card debt can cut their credit card payments up to half and reduce or eliminate interest charges altogether. We are a nationwide nonprofit and have helped over 600,000 people with their credit cards. Get free of credit card debt today. Call 800-495-1307. That's 800-495-1307. Corey and Zach lingered in foster care for years, longing for a permanent place to call home. They lost hope. I felt alone in the world. I didn't feel loved. Every day felt like a lost cause. I thought, who would want to adopt an older child? I thought, I'm going to end up on the streets. That's just how it's going to be. Thankfully, Corey and Zach's journey changed when they were adopted with help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption. It's really difficult to wonder how you're going to make it. I'm not going to have that problem now. I just won't because I have a family. Today, Corey and Zach have bright futures. But every year, thousands of youth age out of foster care with no permanent family and no safety net. Learn more at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Get your free tickets now for an evening with David Jeremiah, Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Bring your friends and family to discover how God gives us the strength and courage to live as powerful Christians in today's culture. Thursday, October 13th at 7 p.m. at the Orlando Amway Center. Get free tickets online at davidjeremiah.org slash tour. That's davidjeremiah.org slash tour. Adventures in Odyssey. What are you guys doing? Was that a stupid question? Only if you don't know what you're getting yourself into. It's Adventures in Odyssey, where just about anything can happen. Get moving! Pony, this is amazing. What do you mean? You folks are a bunch of loonies. Don't miss Adventures in Odyssey. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'll believe it when I see it. Adventures in Odyssey, weeknights at 6.30 on Faith Talk Tampa. Welcome back, Bill Bunkley here, uh, Salem Radio, all across Central Florida this afternoon, and also broadcasting live in Columbus, Ohio, simulcasting on the Bob Bernie Show, our Salem Radio affiliate, uh, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5. 
Brian going to go back to the governor. If you're just joining us in Ohio, we are simulcasting our shows today. Bob is out today. We had planned this long before we got uh, a little visit by this catastrophic hurricane. Right now, the governor of Florida is in St. Augustine, Florida. We've got disaster from uh, the entry points in southwest Florida all the way to where Ian exited the state, uh, just a little bit south of Daytona Beach. Let's go ahead. The Q&A may have uh, something that uh, would be worthwhile for all of us to learn. Now can do this cleaning, for example. Ten years ago, they couldn't do it. So even if you wanted it, they could not do it. They have to follow whatever the rules are. Well, now this is a little bit more nimble. Uh, You can find unique needs for people. And we're not exactly sure what the medium and long-term needs are going to be for everybody uh, because, you know, we're not sure how many people are totally displaced. Those are a lot of seasonal homes there. There's a lot of rentals. And we don't know which homes are, are this or that. Well, we will find out as more people come for relief. So FloridaDisasterFund.org is way. I think they've raised $10, 15000000 million already uh, for that. And so that's going to be something that I think will help a lot of people, particularly those who are now without home. Governor, as you've been able to get to places like Sanibel, Captiva, is there a way to put a number on the casualties, regrettably? So they are doing those assessments. Um, uh, there have been casualties with the way they do it, and Kevin's explained it. Um, you know, there's a process where that's going. So if somebody drowns in their home because of flooding, that's going to be a confirmed storm-related casualty. Obviously, unfortunately, people do pass away for other things. So there's sometimes there are deaths that are not attributable to the storm. Some may be indirect. Like, for example, in Charlotte County, uh, they had somebody who, during the high tide of the storm, you know, had a heart attack. He could not call get emergency services because uh, of of what was going on. And so by the time the storm passed, it was too late. So that would be something that would be indirect. Uh, What I would tell you is having looked at the damage in Fort Ma, particularly Fort Myers Beach and some of those areas, you know, some of those homes that are new construction actually stood. And and, and sometimes you wouldn't even know that a storm hit it. But, man, I'll tell you, those older homes uh, that just aren't as strong built, they got washed into the sea. Uh, some of them. And so if you were hunkering down in that, um, that is something that I think would be very difficult to be survivable. Uh, And so they're still trying to find, you know, figure out, okay, who was home, who wasn't. I will tell you, though, when they've gone to the Sanibel and these places, you know, the people that did hunker down, uh, and I just talked to the folks in Pine Island, they said the same thing. They said, by and large, life and limb, um, people did okay. It doesn't mean there's not going to be uh, reported casualties because there definitely there have been um, and there will be. So it was a, it was a really significant storm. One of the things I think Kevin has done a good job of, and what I've tried to do, is point out how uh, what the storm does directly is obviously very significant. But in these days after, there's deaths that happen in these storms, down power lines, people using generators inside their homes, some of the flood, the standing water, some of the hazards that that does. Uh, so please, just because the storm has passed. Don't think that there aren't hazards there. Uh, you know, here there's not as much standing water as in some of the places I saw in central Florida. Uh, fortunately, a lot of our power infrastructure seemed to hold up pretty well uh, through most parts of the state. So that will mitigate some hazards. But at the end of the day, uh, just please understand, and this is true for Michael, this is true for Irma, uh, that in the week, 10 days after, you know, we saw, we saw casualties because of what was happening. We want to avoid those as much as we can. Do you want to talk about how that happened? <clears throat> so, 
so first of all, you know, emergency management directors, sheriffs, police chiefs, fire chiefs make the best the best decision on the information they have at the time. This particular storm was going up and down the West Coast, moving inland out. I mean, at one point in time, we were looking at maybe an Apalachicola Bay storm all the way back to the Keys. The first thing that I would say to that is this was a this was a very frustrating storm trying to pinpoint where it was going to go. Uh, Lee County uh, did not get real notice that it was they were going to be the center of this thing until about 36 to 48 hours. When that happened, they immediately called for the Cat A. They had a voluntary Cat A or evacuation zone A in place already for the storm surge when they were looking at two to four feet of storm surge. But then when it moved to a 12 to 18 foot of storm surge, they immediately called for eva mandatory evacuations. Um, you may recall that the governor and said, if you're in a situation, you should evacuate. We can 100% guarantee you, you will not die from storm surge if you leave. We need people to heed warnings much more in the future and evacuate situations. That's the best All way right, to All right, Brian, let's take it back when in else? if we could. Bill Bunkley here, Salem Radio Central Florida, with uh, our Salem Media Group, Salem Radio Post-Hurricane Ian update, uh, search and rescue mode that we're in now. Also joined by our friends, Columbus, Ohio, WRFD AM 1880 and FM 104.5, the Bob Bernie Show, our Salem affiliate there, and uh, Bob and I had agreed he was going to be out today, so we were going to simulcast his show. Little did I know that for those of you in Columbus, in the Columbus uh, area, that you would uh, have an opportunity to uh, spend a few moments to uh, uh, live real time and what's happening in the midst of a disaster and emergency and uh, what we are doing here at Salem Radio. Many people are without power, without communication, and this is uh, quite frankly, and I'm sure in your area, I know that uh, from our vantage point, we we see when, uh, well, let's say tornadoes come through your area or you get uh, one of those Arctic blasts. And, and uh, uh, boy, uh, you know, we, we know when you get uh, sleet, snow and ice, it can uh, knock out your power lines as well. Certainly a tornado can do that as well. And uh, that's when, for many folks, radio is their only lifeline. So as you've tuned in this afternoon, uh, would have had a little bit more variety of things to talk about uh, in general. But uh, as we were communicating with uh, Bob and the team there, his producer, uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, we were like, well, let's see how we ride out the storm. Because at that point, we are, our station here for uh, Salem Radio Central Florida, the Tampa Division, uh, we are only above the bay by about eight feet, and uh, we might be a mile or three quarters of a mile, something like that, from uh, from the bay itself. And so uh, we have to board up, we have to sandbag, and if we would have gotten the eye coming through what happens here with Tampa Bay, uh, I remind you if you something interesting is go back and Google. Or look on Wikipedia, the, 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 the storm of 1921 in Florida. That was a Category 5 storm, hurricane, before they started calling them hurricanes. That one came in off the Gulf, and uh, the eye came in at Tarpon Springs. Tarpon Springs, a little bit north of our area. Uh, to put it in perspective, you have Pinellas County, but you have St. Petersburg. Uh, then you have uh, a lot of the different beach communities, uh, Indian Rocks, and you get the Clearwater. 
and you move up the coast, and then you have Tarpon Springs. Well, remember the hurricanes, they are cyclones, and the air flows in a counterclockwise direction. So, and I've been 17 years uh, on the air here with Salem Radio uh, in, in, uh, in our market, and for years I've been warning folks because I've been here through all the hurricanes that if and when we got a hurricane where we got the direct hit, like some of the images that you're seeing and I'm talking about here from the Fort Myers area, Sanibel, et cetera, et cetera, um, we could have up to 18 feet of a storm surge. I want to tell you that uh, coming up Tampa Bay, this is going to be a very costly storm in terms of insurance. And our insurance in Florida, our rates are going to be very much impacted. But had this storm come in around, you know, that Tarpon Springs area a little south where that counterclockwise storm surge would just ahead of the storm and during the storm be pushing that 18, you know, to 24-foot wall of water into the bay, we would have had real problems because... Uh, in some of our areas around the bay, they're real shallow. And even when you get inland, you sometimes go several miles before you're two or three feet above sea level. So in terms of geography, we could really get hit. Now, if you were, excuse me, if you were listening to our coverage uh, Monday or Tuesday, as we were in a different mode, we were getting people ready, the preparation list and, and, uh, and all of that. Um, there's two things if you're a Floridian and well, keep in mind folks in Ohio, we've got about a thousand people a day that might be slowing up a little bit now, but, uh, prior to Ian, we've been having about a thousand people a day move to Florida, not visit that's extra moving. And so we were very concerned all across, all up and down the Gulf coast. And our job has been to really tell the new folks and some of you are listening today who haven't been with us long. There's two things we do in Florida. It's very easy. We hide from the winds and we run from the water. And what that means is, and you just heard our state emergency director talking about that, is the fact that uh, we got a storm coming in. You want to get in a, in a secure structure. Even, you know, nowadays we're talking about concrete block home evacuate all of our schools get converted in that are sturdy they get converted into disaster shelters you want to hide from the wind get to a safe place hide from the wind and furthermore we tell you stay on the side of the house opposite of the prevailing winds that are coming in the second half of that is run from water what that means is if you are in and you heard them refer to we have a flood zones a b c d e f a and B, anywhere up and down, anywhere around Florida, if you've got a storm coming in with a storm surge, you're in those areas, I recommend you get out, go, go stay somewhere in higher ground. And obviously, we're seeing some folks that didn't heed that uh, down in the Sanibel area, uh, Fort Myers. And in fact, I just saw a photograph that was just shared just moments ago while I was speaking from NBC2, ABC7, Fort Myers, as we're monitoring that feed. There was a woman that appeared to be 
maybe in her 80s. The uh, water in her home uh, was up to where she was treading water in her own home with a terrified look on her face. She obviously rode out the storm, and as I was reading the crawl, her son lived five blocks away, and her son had to swim to go rescue her, and there was a picture taking of her by her sink. The chairs are floating. She's inside of her home. The roof was intact with the most terrified look you could ever imagine. And folks, I can tell you that that scene has played out over and over and over again. She's fortunate because I believe she lived. Many different. And as you heard the governor say, sometimes we have a lot of people, because of the stress of the storm, they will have a heart attack, they will have a stroke, and so they'll die during the storm, but it isn't directly from a wind or rain or the surge impact. Going to take a break. Some final thoughts of uh, what we see right now in the most impacted areas of Florida. I'm Bill Bunkley, broadcasting live here on Salem Radio Central Florida, as well as in Columbus, Ohio, Salem Radio. I'll be right back. secret to the market beat stock pick strategy is so simple it is going to drive you crazy ask yourself is this current market making you sick logging into your brokerage account day after day only to see lots of red well let me tell you a secret the best stocks to own are the companies that are consistently printing real profits year over year the crazy thing is that it's even more effective in months like right now down markets means everything goes on sale including these profit printing machines want to stop playing the losers game and guessing what the next hot stock will be market beat is about to text you our new report seven stocks to buy and hold forever when you text the word profit to 68285 these companies print billions each year in profit and show no sign of slowing down get your free copy of seven stocks to buy and hold forever just text profit to 68285 text the word profit to 68285 don't wait this report is only available for a limited time text the word profit to 68285 standard message and data rates may apply please consult with your investment or tax professional you are cheap no i'm not you are cheap no i'm not you are cheap no i'm not you are cheap well maybe i am if you're buying a diamond ring for your wife it's not cool to be cheap if you're buying airline tickets, oh, it's very cool to be cheap and called Trip Amigo, where you can fly anywhere in the world and save up to 75% on over 500 airlines and 300,000 hotels, plus rental cars and vacation packages. Visit family, friends, or go on a once-in-a-lifetime vacation. Go ahead, be cheap. We have special fares we're not allowed to publish. When you book your airline reservations with Trip Amigo, you'll spend your travel money when you get there, not by getting there. Call Trip Amigo now and mention the travel code AMIGO and save even more. Call Trip Amigo now. 800-772-4165. 800-772-4165. That's 800-772-4165. Bill Bunkley here. With rising gas prices and high inflation, reviewing your health care insurance expenses is a great strategy. 
Contact Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network as he may be able to offer you significant monthly savings while offering superior coverage. If you selected one of those high deductible limited network plans, you're not stuck with it. Tim Cooper at Health Plan Network's Freedom of Choice Plan puts most of the coverage up front where you only meet your deductible if you're in the hospital. You pick your own doctors and it's 30 to 60% lower cost than Obamacare. This plan is available all year round to those that qualify. If you're paying for your own health insurance, you're on COBRA, or your employment coverage is just too expensive, call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580 or go to healthplannetwork.net. If you are under 65, reasonably healthy, and don't need maternity coverage, you can save 30 to 60%. Call Tim Cooper at 813-212-2580. At Word of Life, we create faith-defining experience that gives students and families the opportunity to encounter God and grow in their spiritual walk. Whether you visit one of our camps, conferences, Bible institutes, or any of our events, either in the U.S. or around the world, you'll experience the same high-quality teaching and warm fellowship no matter where you are. Word of Life has locations in Tampa, Florida, Pottersville, New York, and around the world. Learn more at wol.org. Saturday afternoons at 5, it's Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn. God the Father said to God the Son, Son, this is you. Trusting in his Father to keep his word and raise him from the dead, Jesus of Nazareth went to his crucifixion and paid for your transgressions and for mine. Listen to Christian Thought with Dr. Richard Lamborn, Saturday afternoons at 5 on Faith Talk Tampa, online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, welcome back for our final segment uh, on this Friday afternoon. For now, Bill Bunkley here with Bill Bunkley Show, broadcasting all across Central Florida on Salem Radio. Also, we've uh, in we have been sharing our afternoon this very special uh, Bill Bunkley Show with the Bob Bernie Show. Uh, simulcasting into Columbus, Ohio, with our Salem radio affiliate, WRFD AM 880 and FM 104.5. And uh, we're going to be wrapping things up in just a moment. Some final thoughts before we do. You're going to be seeing a story. I think Jim Cantori was also with this couple, is where one of the feeds we're watching is also the Weather Channel. By the way, I want to let you know about two hours ago, two and a half hours, Ian, as a hurricane won, 85-mile-an-hour winds, was heading due north, went in just a little bit north of um, Charleston, South Carolina, and uh, got a little bit of a surge, but wind, but definitely a rain, 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 rain event. So continue to pray for the folks there as we ask you to pray for all the folks affected here in the state of Florida. As I was about to say, you're going to see a story. This is, this is something else. I think it was a manufactured home, but it might not be. But I think it was Punta Gorda, Florida. Storms coming in. Uh, A woman and her husband, he had just been diagnosed, I think, with uh, cancer, prostate cancer that affected his spine, and he had become uh, paralyzed. So imagine, if you will, if it's not a mobile home, it's a very modest home, but this came on. And by the way, the folks down south, they only had about two days. The storm track, that cone that you see, that storm track didn't even include those. But those of us who know a little bit about living in Florida, 
you don't worry so much about the cone, you're on standby. So for many people who may be saying, well, why didn't these people get out? Well, they should have, but for many of them, they only had a little bit more than two days' notice, which is very short for a full evacuation. This storm came up just like Charlie. Charlie was heading for Tampa a few years ago. Mm, took a right. Where'd it go? Punta and Charlotte. They have been hit twice, and my heart is real heavy. But anyway, imagine you've just brought your husband home. He's in a medical bed, and he's paralyzed. Now you got the storm. You're in an uh, evacuation A or B zone, but you can't evacuate. She couldn't get him out. You know what she did? She got zip ties. She got ropes, zip ties, whatever she had, tape. She tied him into his hospital bed. Now, that was after she put a life preserver on him because they had nothing else to do. She did not want to lose him in the storm surge, and so... She spent time tying him down so that he would be there on his bed and then put a life jacket on him. Then she went into the kitchen and she built a fortress for no other way to describe it under the kitchen table. For instance, those of you in Ohio probably know when a tornado comes along, one of the things they'll tell you to do is, hey, go down in your basement. Well, when we go down in the basement, we hit water real quick. So we don't have basements. But you also know there in Columbus, the other thing is go to an interior room, especially a bathroom, and if you can, hey, grab one of the mattresses, huddle up with your family there in the tub in the bathroom and put that mattress over you. Well, that's about what she did, and she got under the kitchen table. She made a bed and pillows. And let me just tell you something, my friends. I I did this. I lived through this when I was about five years old. One of the fortunate things we had in this hurricane was when it came in, it was daytime. It's a whole different rodeo when you're in a structure and the hurricane hits 155 mile an hour winds and it's dark outside. And I can tell you, even in daytime, you get a Cat 5 hurricane and you're by the eye. Before the eye hits, it's like nighttime. That's how thick the clouds are. She and her husband rode this storm out all night. Imagine recently being paralyzed because of cancer to your spine. And she's under the table. And she said it was the longest night. I can tell you, I was in a frame house many, many years ago. I was about five years old. Hurricane Donna came by Tampa. And we were in a frame house. And I remember my dad, my mom, we would shift rooms to where the wind was coming in. But it was a it was a modest frame house. In frame houses, oftentimes wind will come through a frame. You, you'll hear a little because they're not they're not as sealed as they are today. Also, they are on concrete piers off the ground. And yeah, you're getting a decent storm. That thing's rocking and rolling. So I leave you with this. Anything that was part of historic Florida in the impact area, imagine if you took a box of those matches you used for a fireplace and you dumped them on your floor and then kind of scooped them around. The aerial shots look like a bunch of matchsticks because that's all the frame, all the frame, two-by-fours, everything from these old historic Florida structures. They're gone. Fort Myers, you've been there. Uh, right there, it was called Times Square, just before you went across uh, to, to the pier. It's gone, obliterated, gone. The pier is gone. 
there in Fort Myers, the pier in Naples, in Sanibel, all up and down the Florida coast, the maps will have to be redrawn because now the islands are not going to be the same that they were. So for those of you in Columbus, thanks so much for being with us. I hope this has been an experience. Please, you now know how to pray for us here in Florida. And uh, we so love you guys. Give Bob Bernie my best for all of my listeners here in Florida. We're informed, too. Let's give, give, give. Let's get that disaster relief money going in. I'm Bill Bunkley. Thanks so much for tuning in this afternoon. We'll see you soon. I am Professor Nathaniel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.